Hello everyone, this is Kerry. This episode is once again brought to you by the Upset Picks. If you're looking to make sports betting a bigger part of your portfolio, visit our website, theupsetpicks.com. We have packages to suit every type of better, from beginner to pro. And make sure you check out our daily Chasing the Dog videos on YouTube, where we give you our top dogs of the day. Don't forget to give us thumbs up and hit subscribe. Now, are you ready for some wit, whiskey, and wisdom? Grab a drink, sit back, and listen to us go all over the place. Andrew, Carrie, and Chris. All over the place. Wit, whiskey, and wisdom. We're lots of conversation. Are we on? Are we on? We are now. Hey. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> hey, hey, guys. Hi, Carrie's mom. Hey, yeah. <laughs> That's what we were talking about right before it came on. It's Carrie's mother. So much trouble. Uh, yes, you yeah, are. So she, uh, Listener. she wanted to know uh, the purpose here. What are you, just sitting around drinking all day? I was like, no, mom, I'm not. It's a, there's a bigger, grander scheme here. So Is there a bigger, grander scheme? I like to think there's a bigger, grander scheme. Okay, pour the whiskey first. Oh, my gosh. Okay. You guys are so demanding. All right. What is that? I'll tell you in a second. Oh, that's nice. All right, so we are drinking some Defiant American Single Malt. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I, I, we're on this kick of American Single Malt. So. Defiant. Yeah, not You're pouring over, it over the board not again. Not over the board. Here, you got to pour. got to be a yeah. way to prevent like Pour our guest over that. there. Pour, pour, pass. Yeah, pour, exactly. Pour, pass. <laughs> so tonight's guest, Adam Alfin. Mm-hmm. Friend of ours, we've been drinking before. Mm-hmm. Entrepreneur, all-around great guy. So we'll hear a lot about that for sure. Pour me. Thank you very yeah. much. Thanks for having me. Our pleasure to have Excited you. Excited to be here. Okay, so the, I just you. sit around and drink whiskey and talk. And talk. What could yeah. go wrong? So he asked the question, and Carrie's mom asked the question. Well, so what the, is... Ask the question. Uh, okay. yeah, uh, what's the... Yeah, I, so I came in asking, like, what's the objective here? What's the... What's uh, the point? Is there, is there a... Is there a long-term goal or even even a short-term goal is there like is there um how are you guys thinking about this so for me the goal was is that there's a lot of conversations that we have over whiskey that we're not allowed to have in public Mm. and there's a lot of conversations that people aren't allowed to have because they're scared they're going to lose everything like we had a podcast about race we were talking to larry Mm -hmm. it's not a podcast that most people it's not a conversation most people most white guys are allowed to have because you're white white. or we have a lot of conversations about family that people just they they want to blame everything else but family so we talk about it over whiskey so we assumed at least in my opinion we assumed hey let's talk about it over some whiskey live and let's just talk to people about what's going on so it's an intentional pushback on political correctness or like it's just having conversations okay well no there's no like yeah 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 there's no intentional pushback i don't think i think it's just more like the conversation I guess it's intentional. The, it you know, it the, sounded intentional in your description. Yeah, the media the media will have one opinion, but people with regular jobs or entrepreneurs mm-hmm. or professors mm-hmm. or whatever, they, they the real people that do things have opinions. And sure, you know, when you get to sit down and have a drink with somebody, you get to learn about that opinion in that conversation. And so, yeah, that's what we're doing. We're having okay. conversations with people. I like it. Yeah, one of the more beautiful things I've witnessed from this is that. We hear so much out there, media, social media, whatever. And then we talk to people. We talk to 
educators, we talk to normal people. <clears throat> yeah. And often what we hear from them doesn't match yeah. what the mainstream narrative is, is selling us. And you go, oh, that's interesting because if you all you did was pay attention to mainstream media and social media, you might have one idea. Sit down, as Andrew said, talk to normal people from all walks of life and you get a different picture, I think. I really do. Yeah. I, I think it's cathartic too. There's some there's some therapy going on here too, right? So That's the true. whole lockdown, the whole sure. you know, go ahead and hide yourself in your home and not yeah. talk to and don't go to church, don't go to right. a bar, don't go to the gym, right. don't do any of that stuff. And so here's an opportunity to um, <clears throat> maybe say two years is enough. Yeah, you know, yeah, and and let's sponsor some. Small group conversation. Small group conversation. I, ju- I just got back from this conference in Vegas, and there were 2,500 people there. Nice. No masks. Oh, uh, concert at the spreader. end of it. Concert at the end of it. <laughs> I mean, everyone, you had to be vaccinated to attend the conference. Did they so check it? They checked a card. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, it could be a, just a digital image, so I'm sure. I no mean, way to fake that. No way. There's no way the anyone to fake that. Yet. Yeah. No. <laughs> How do you edit light a, years away? How do you edit a, a PNG? I don't know. What? How do you do that? <laughs> that <Yeah>. technology is <laughs> light years away. You'll never be able to do that. Somebody listening is going, what is a PNG? That's <laughs> right. <laughs> JPEG? GIF or GIF? Oh, let's start there. Oh, is that, it GIF or GIF? Oh, that's a great it, We could kill hours on is that. Is it not GIF? I say GIF, I but say there's GIF. a lot of people I that say, say GIF. GIF. Really? There's no J there. It's a I, G. Well, soft G? Well, I don't think it's a soft G. There's also a, George. Well, Gif? I mean, there's I a ton know. of G- G's Gif? making J sounds in the I, world. But, yeah. I, but I, I guess there are. I think there are rules, though. I think there are rules. My wife oh, would know the rules. Man, I bet. I got you. She would there's, know the rules. I, I've asked a lot of people this, and there are people very adamant that it's Jif. Mm. Yeah. Then what I about, say Jif is peanut butter. I don't. I know. was yeah, going to say yeah. peanut butter. Yeah. It's totally peanut butter. Yeah. Messing up my world. How was Vegas? How was the Vegas trip? Good. Yeah, it was really good. It was good. Yeah, we're we're so my startup is becoming a partner to this larger company that I used to work for that was putting on the conference, um, and so yeah, lots of great connections, um, good business stuff. But honestly, it was just so good to be in a large group of people, mm-hmm. and it just felt very very normal. Normal, and it just felt it's a community that I've been a part of for a long time, and it just felt really good to see them all and hug them and shake their hands and. Be back at it. Yeah, be back out in the world. So, nice. Yeah. Do yeah. you want to talk about your startup, or do you want to still avoid that conversation? No, we can talk about what? startup. Oh, good, because I just I, I just wrote down a question. Why would I avoid that? I'd be I a know. very poor startup guy if I didn't want to talk about it. All right, let's yeah. talk about it. Okay. Tell us about your startup. Jumping right in. I'm sorry. Do you want us to step back? <laughs> you want us no. to walk down the stairs? We can no. go back to get go to the shallow. We'll go to the, the, the shallow one first. No, no, this is good. I, I like. This. Yeah. I so yeah, professionally, I am. I I am a. Founder of a startup called ClearCard, K L E E R, card, as you would normally spell with it. With a K. Uh, <laughs> thought about We thought about it. Um, honestly, to make if ClearCard, the normal spelling, was available as a URL, we would have gone that route. But um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> somebody stole Someone stole it. So, so. There, there's some insight. How many businesses are called with their call because, because of a URL? Get, because they couldn't get, get the URL. A lot of them. I mean, to be fair, that's why we added the wit whiskey was that at the end true. of the podcast because yeah. we were yeah. like all over the place. There's 1,500 all over the place <laughs> oh, podcasts. Yeah, all yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So, all right, go ahead. Oh, all good. Um, so. Um, yeah, so ClearCard is a corporate credit card and expense management platform. So it allows mostly small to mid-sized businesses 
um, you know, get some access to some basic credit and credit cards tied to that line of credit that they can use to manage their expenses. So we go into, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's pretty hardcore software yeah. where you're, you know, capturing receipts in an automated way, integrating it back to your accounting system. It's doing all this sort of automation things wow. as well. Um, wow. And so, yeah, it's, we've got, uh, we launched it a year ago, 13 months ago. Um, officially, we've got about 700 small and mid-sized businesses using it. Holy cow. That's legit. That is uh, legit. Yeah, we're getting there. Um, I mean, it's a lot of like, you know, one to five man people in there, but still, 700 companies are using it. Um, we've got uh, there's a big startup in Virginia Beach called Drone Up. Yeah. They're one of our customers. Over there by ECPI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, they're one of our largest local customers. Um we do a lot of churches and nonprofits as customers. That's like a neat, it's a real, we found this as a little niche where like the banking world has gotten really, they've buckled down, particularly on churches and organizations of faith um, to require a lot more financially to like give them any basic access to credit. So that's an interesting sort of niche in the market we've found. And mm. we've got dozens of churches now. That's um, awesome. And we're kind of going intentionally after them now. And so, yeah, yeah, it's been good. It's been fun. What's the goal with it? Ooh. Um, Make lots of money. <laughs> <laughs> like when you started it, what was the vision? Yeah, the vision, I mean, I the vision was I saw, I mean, I, I am an entrepreneur I'm at nature, which means I'm just sort of always interested in the ideas that can be commercially viable, right? Yeah. I mean, I think I, I, that's maybe how I define it. Um and I'd been in this space, this sort of payment space, this business payment space at my previous company. I saw a lot of infrastructure being built that that made building something I was sort of envisioning easier. And then, so I think that was one, like just seeing that kind of starting to take shape in the world. And then my brother-in-law um, runs a 15-person um, construction company, and I think the fourth time he had to fire somebody for partying on his truck credit card that he had in all of his trucks. What? It's a heavy equipment. And they would just go for the weekend and party on the thing. Oh. And um, so there's no controls. And it was kind of like this aha moment. Like there's a lot of small businesses out there that don't have access to basic like expense management software that would let them spin up the cards they need, put the controls they need on it, and kind of automate as much as possible of the back end, right? So I I was doing a lot of the 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 like spinning up cards easily and integrating in my and you know in my other job and I said I think you could build something that layers in this control aspect. Um and so yeah that was those I think seeing the possibility being in that world a little bit and then that stories like that made me think I think I think there's something here. So nice. we started building on it and you know, got a couple dozen like friends and family companies, his company being one of them. Um, started late in 2020 and then I quit my job and launched it in January of last year. So. Yeah, I got to see it in live. And when we went to dinner, we saw it live in action. You used it and it was, it was pretty cool. So, yeah, yeah. I'm Thanks. interested in the backstory. Yes. So, once there was a boy. <laughs> like I all, up, like I all children. A wee, a wee lad. Like yes. all children, Adam was born. Yes. He was made. He was a pretty boy. Pretty boy. So, so let's go back to 
what you were doing <laughs> with your previous <laughs> company. I mean, you talked yeah. about how you, yeah. in that, you saw this, but what were you doing? So I was, so it's a company called Koopa Software. They're headquarter. They're a Silicon Valley company. I'm also wearing the, the looks looks good on the you, Patagonia yeah. at the moment with really the good emblem on, on them there. Um, the so I can't spell apparently. <laughs> okay, we can't. No, this is different. Is this is one there? that can spell. This is with a C. Yeah, uh, this is a made up word. No. And so Koopa. I can tell you the backstory on that. Um, Nintendo would beg to differ. Koopa Troopa. Koopa Troopa. Yeah. This is actually there's a there's a coffee house in Palo Alto, California called Koopa Coffee House, and the two founders would meet there and work on the software initially, and they just called it Koopa Software. <laughs> that's nice. the story. That's great. That's the story. That. That's yeah. great. Yeah. It's also the slang word for a, a wide receiver Koopa Cup instead of Cooper Cup. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. I like how you weave sports in that. Nice job. There you yeah. go. Well done. <laughs> yeah. All right. So All right. I, was, I, was, I was a product manager, which means like I was responsible for the functional design of a whole bunch sure. of payments products. Mm-hmm. Safe Agile? Uh, yeah, 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 we did. Ag- yes, we developed the Agile method. It was a little bit of waterfall, a little bit of okay, Agile, cool. but yeah, yep. Um, yeah, so I mean, I was very involved in like what does what's the design of the software and what are the pieces we need to put together to make this work. And so because of that, that's kind of how I was able to see sort of these all these companies popping up that can support, you know, kind of what I saw were the key pieces we needed to to do something. So, so with. Yeah. With small business, with let me phrase this, with people taking the the risk to start small businesses in their home or whatever because mm-hmm. of the pandemic, mm-hmm. are you guys going to target those guys too? Or totally, you- yeah. I mean, and our yeah, our our like pitch deck talks about. I mean, the the number of small business creation in America exploded during COVID. I mean, yeah. we would. Yeah. I mean, like forty percent up, right? Um, year over year. So it's a big, big. Inc- I mean, there's. Um, so there was, yeah, there was this sort of explosion of create, of people locked in the homes and I think people got maybe more creative and just had time on their hands and, and, and I, and, and you know, the, they call it the great resignation, right? I think people are rethinking their lives in big ways, including what am I spending eight hours a day doing? Is this what I yep. want to do? Um, yeah. And I think it's sort of created a sense of fragility of life and big questions about, about this is what I want to do with my life, and so a lot of people said, "Nope, I want to go do something else." So, yeah, to include yourself, right? Because you, yeah. I mean, you're talking about 13 months ago. How can what did that I look like? Fair. Kind of making that decision to say, "Okay, yeah. um, I'm yeah. out, and I'm I'm going to do this full time." Yeah, I is think, that purely financial, or is no, it, no, no. It's it wasn't. I mean, I I it wasn't. Um, it really wasn't. Um, the it wasn't even so much the pandemic. Maybe the pandemic made it more acute. But I, it was, you know, the company I was at was just sort of getting big. It was getting um, slower. It was just, it, it did not. Um, so so bo- I had two roles at the company. Both of them were very much like starting things, right? So um, these payment products, it was very much, we started it, like my boss and I. And before that, it was a different services division that we started. And it's like, there's also just the realization of like who I am at my core. And I'm like a, you know, whenever read the book zero to one, mm-hmm. right? Like I'm kind of a zero to one guy. You right? like the grind, the I, early grind. Yeah. The early, the early like energy required to make, make something from scratch. Mm-hmm. And, um, so some of it was just sort of, you know, I'm a late bloomer and I'm 40 <laughs> 
and I figured myself out a little bit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, still, yeah, okay. <laughs> still trying to Not figure as late as others, yeah. by the okay. way. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah, no, yeah. fair enough. I, you're right. It's a constant process. I shouldn't act like I... It was maybe one figuring out of something about myself. But, um, yeah, so I think it was that and, and, and just the company not really being able to scratch that itch anymore, right? And mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. all right, um, yeah, I think that was it. So back even further, how did yes. you get to Koopa? Oh, he drove know. every day. <laughs> so do you just want me to start from the beginning of my career? Did he fly yeah. to California? Uh, yeah. I am, I am, I mean. Interested no, no. in coffee? No, I've known that okay. for years now. Okay. And I, kind yeah. of questions I've, I've always kind oh, of okay. like, well, how did you get involved? Yeah, I knew, yeah. I knew yeah. the cup was in California. How yeah. did you get involved with them? I, okay, I'm so going to tell you, it all started at a urinal. Okay. What? Okay, this is a story. Right. This is a story. All right, here we go. Okay. Nice watch. <laughs> okay, I'll try to make it quick. No, no, but, go, 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 go. Okay. Oh, yeah, I don't have to make it quick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We've got to cut the commercial in 15 we seconds. We don't want it quick. Wait, yeah. It's Carrie tap dancing. That's our commercial. Right, right. All right, so there you were. Okay, so. There I was. Graduated from Virginia Tech the year 2002. Holy. No, 2003. Okay. Yeah, 2002, whatever. Um, I had a job right out of school. If you recall, 2002, this is a year after 9-11, mm-hmm. the entire mm-hmm. job market was terrible. Mm-hmm. To even get mm-hmm. a job was was a blessing. Um, so I had a job as a real estate developer. After a few months, I realized this is not something real. This is, It wasn't going to work out. Um, so I needed another job. I was also getting married in like two months. That'll change things. Uh, no stress and, at all. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, this job's going away. I have a wife in two months, and I don't have a job. Um, and so a friend of ours... Uh, um, he he got he got me set up with an interview with at this startup, over in Norfolk. Went to the interview, went well. They were like, "You're the kind of guy we want, but we have no money, so good luck." Uh, I was like, <laughs> so you, "Why did you interview?" Why did you exactly, you interview exactly, exactly. exactly. Well, it's like he was Thanks, building guys. a list of people he might hire uh, if he, if he you know, might if he money. might raise some money. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, "Oh, bummer." But I was so I'm pulling out, and I had this like. Like, it's very clear, like, Adam, no, go back in. Because the guy who got me the interview worked in another little startup in the same building. I was like, go thank him, right? So went in, thank, thanked him. He's like, let's go to lunch. Go to lunch. Uh, on the way out, I was like, I got to pee. Went to the bathroom. So we both go in there. We're at the urinal, and the head of the incubator walks in, and is the urinal right beside me. <laughs> and the guy's like... Hey, his name's Marty. Marty, this is Adam. Adam, Marty, you guys should talk. And so, you know, we talked while we were at the urinal. And uh, he's like, you got to meet this other guy. And so he introduced me to the CEO of this other company. That led to a job. That led me into the industry that I basically have spent my whole career in, which is... Wow, tech. Well, more... Yes, early stage software, but like business spend management. It's all been that. So um, how businesses manage the way they spend money. So... Wow, um, that's a good story. That is yeah. a good story. It is yeah. excellent. Yeah. So Nicely done. Started at a urinal. So nice. That's so many good things, too. <laughs> so yeah. this this first company, was it, was it Cooper or a different company? No, it was a company called Perfect Commerce. Okay. It was, yeah, it had a few names, but yeah. ultimately it was Perfect Commerce. I left Perfect Commerce, joined KPMG, a uh, really, oh, yeah, big, really yeah. national yeah. consulting firm. Um, the, and all, I helped them start their Coupa practice. So they built a practice around Coupa to go out around the world implementing at large companies that implemented Coupa's um, software. So I did that for two years, and then Coupa asked me to join them directly nice. after a couple of years. So 
Wow. Yeah. What a neat story. I'm glad I, we got into that because it is kind of cool to see the development. Oh yeah. I mean, it's, I think it's a good. I think it's. I think it's key for to notice that it, it took time. You know, you deal with. I'm, I'm going to kind of steal your sideway for a second, no, but you, you deal with a lot of people today, that especially the starting up new businesses that go. I've been doing this for three months. It should produce something. You're like, um, (laughs) what? What are you talking about? Yeah. uh, I'm not going to name one of the companies that I work with, but we have people that manage our stores, and uh, they go, I've been doing this for two months, and I'm not seeing anything. It's like, yeah, dude. Like, you're not going to see anything in two months. Yeah. Like, that's not how business works. You know, you got to pay your dues, and you got to do this, and you got to do that. And then eventually, you kind of get there, and you're like, oh. Remember when I was complaining about it in right. month two? Right. But for like your story, it's like look look at all the stuff that happened to get you where you are now. Right. And now now you have your own startup. Yeah. Which yeah. has its own set of challenges and debacles and its own grind altogether. Yeah, it does. So what? the entrepreneurial kind of Spirit. side of you, yeah. where, mm-hmm. would you what do you attribute that to? Is it mm. just uh, young and starving or? Uh... No, I think I think there's like a creative element to it, right? Um, but I, I also think um, I basically come from a bunch of farmers. <laughs> so I think, and farmers are basically entrepreneurs, right? Yeah. Like they have to know how to do everything. Like I, they have to know how to, they're scientists, they're builders, they're plumbers, they're mechanics, they're commodities traders. They're, I mean, they gotta, there's a lot of like uh, mental agility required, I think. And so I think, I think you see that. I mean, my dad didn't do that. He left that to 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 um, be a pastor, but um, still, I, I I was joking with my parents like I, when I was working for people, I was like, I'm the first Alphan in the all Alphans I know of that ever worked for anybody. <laughs> and so I think because they're all like you know farmers and you know even my dad is you know been a senior pastor and like not really had a boss other than the obviously like the the Lord. Of course, the Lord. The Lord. He answers. He answers to people, but he doesn't. You know, kind of. He kind of does. No, he does. He does. Well, lots because remember, I'm a Presbyterian, and we're really yeah. into our Presbyterian method. Method of. You're talking session. to Catholics. You know that. So we're, I know we're, that. we're, we're yeah. all about the process. <laughs> yeah, you guys. You guys are more into hierarchy than we That's are. True. Yeah. That's true. But as That's evangelicals true. go, we're pretty into hierarchy. That's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of a uh, lot of connective tissue between farming and faith. I think. Um, so yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah. And maybe even entrepreneurial. Yeah. Hey, I, connection to I tell you, I'm going to segue for a second. So I, I drove one time with a friend to go camping in the middle of Maggie Valley, North Carolina. Okay. Okay. We break down. My alternator's broken. I can't, there's not an auto zone. There's not a whatever. So some good old boy pulls up and goes, What's up with your car? I go, I think yeah. the alternator's broken. He goes, Oh, okay. I can fix it. And I go, Okay. <laughs> How much is it? He goes, be $300. I'm like, $300? He goes, yeah, I'll get, it, I'll get it going. I'm like, I could take this to Firestone, and they would cost me 100 bucks. I could do it myself for $65 and a quarter return. He goes, where is the nearest Firestone? <laughs> said, oh. All right, I'll pay you 300 bucks. Get it, and, get it going. And apparently you don't have the skills. So yeah, right, done it, right. It's like, I don't have your, an alternator in your, my trunk. Your belt isn't thick enough to get to uh, wrap around <laughs> <laughs> create a new belt. Yeah. So, That's I mean, farm, my uncle or my aunt, or, God dang, my wife has an uncle who's buku rich, who's not like very, in, when you talk to him, he's not very intelligent, but he, he bought... <laughs> He, 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 I was talking one time, and I go, what are you doing? He goes, well, I bought these 24 goats. I go, what the hell you bought goats for? 
He goes, I bought them for a dollar a piece or something like that. <laughs> go, that's, a, that's a great price. Because <laughs> they all eat right. everything. He that's goes, right. all right. And then I talked to him a couple weeks later. I go, how are those goats doing? He goes, I sold them for $10 a piece. There like, you go. Dang. <laughs> there you go. All right. Apparently, he's not dumb. He's not, not dumb. He's not that dumb. He's not yeah. dumb, but you would, if you talk to him at a grocery store, he wouldn't be like, that guy's rich. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. That's most of the richest people look like that. Yes. Yeah. 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 This is true. Yeah. So. One of the, the things about flash it. <laughs> yeah. one of the things about your story that intrigues me, because it's a different mindset, is the the I call it like a stepping stone approach. So you came out of college. Mm-hmm. Oh, Andrew wants more alcohol. Oh yeah, it's been a week. Dude. Don't even get me started, dude. It's been a week. Have we not talked before we came on? It's no, been a week for we, both of we us. We didn't tell. Uh, I didn't hear. That. We'll have to get back to that. All right. So anyway, the the stepping I call it the stepping stone approach in my head is as you you came out of college with an I mean, let me ask you you came out of college with an idea to do what. Hang on. No freaking clue. Okay. No, no, yeah. okay. No, no clue. clue. Okay. Yeah. So, like I said, late what? bloomer. What? He's going to take his hoodie off. Yeah. So you can hear this. That's... Gosh. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can move this. I can move it. Jamie, I can mute your mic, too, because we have, we have that technology. No, we so, don't. So, continue, Chris. Well, okay. So, the idea of you come out of college, he doesn't know what he wants to do, he gets a job, realizes fairly quickly that that's not the place where he wants to be, right? So, you're like, okay... No, actually, I stayed there a while. Oh, did you? It took me a while. It took me eight years to figure that out, but yeah. Okay, but still, I'm not going to pass the empty bottle over the board. We we are slowly learning. As you use the board as your own personal desk. I I said it on there. I don't write on it. My gosh. (laughs) Okay. So go ahead and ask your question. It's it's, it's more of a developing a thought. Mm -hmm. So moving from there, decided, okay, I need to make a change. Mm -hmm. Make a change. Um, The urinal incident happens. Then you... Enter into an industry yeah, that you yeah, probably that, did. Yeah, you ever yeah. think about that's where you would be, or is that something that just? Yeah, no. Yeah, so, and you're right. I, I apologize. I, I was that's at okay. the company. The company I got at because of the urinal is the one I stayed at for eight years. You're right. Mm. I quickly realized that initial job mm. didn't work. So I, 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 I gotcha. Okay. So no, I didn't. I mean, I. It was tangential to my degree, which you is know, my my degree, my degree was in industrial and systems engineering. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and so I was entering then sort of like general, spe- like supply chain software generally. Oh, and so okay. That's, that's, that's cool. It was related, but yeah. I didn't have, I, I didn't know, man. I, I, I mean, at that point, frankly, I was a little desperate. Like I just needed to like have a paycheck because I was getting married and I get that two I months. That. So, um, but you know, um, so the Lord directs, right. And yeah. so, uh, here I am. So, yeah. And my interest comes from the great admiration for the entrepreneurial spirit i mean so i you know andrew and adam are both entrepreneurs and and from my point of view the courage it takes to do that um something i'm slowly kind of wrapping my head around and and Mm -hmm. thinking about Mm -hmm. but that also means that i did things differently you know being in the air force for 20 almost Mm -hmm. 25 years how long were you going to carry the Navy? 10 years yep so the idea that you're you're in this doing this thing with this quote-unquote company for a long time. Yeah. So the idea of looking at what I want to do, where I want to go, and making that happen is different. Like, I, I, I'm yeah. slowly getting my brain to think that way. Yeah. And I see it in you, and I see it in what Andrew's done. So it's kind of, to me, it's an interesting yeah. story to say, yeah. hey, real estate development, not happening. Right. I'm going over here. Right. Stay with this job for eight years. Now, I, I sense that, you know, that those eight years, you start to get your feet underneath you. Mm-hmm. The creative juices are flowing. You you know into Koopa. Yeah, you're learning the world. Yep. You're yeah. Learning, yeah. Yep. Exactly. A, a specific industry and world, and you're seeing possibilities. And 
Yeah, I mean, I think I think the reality is if you just look back on the, you know, my 18 years, like, I sort of needed something to start to stay anywhere, right? So, like, that first job um, was a startup, right? And so I was always very much had um, this sort of, you know, they would give me new things to go do, and and then I left and joined KPMG, and which is a huge firm, and, you know, I was helping them start this practice, and then I, Cooper asked me to join, and it was, you know, it was, I had two roles there that were very much starting different things, so you kind of, you start realizing, wait a second, I think I'm a starter, you oh, know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah. I'm a, um, you don't, it just sort of happens naturally, and then you kind of, it's like, and then you get more intentional about it, right, and so I think, um, I mean, I, from yeah. my point of view, there's got to be something, though, that they see in you that this guy's got this energy, this drive, this. I mean, this but you have to see brain, that, brain you have to see that wiring. yourself. True. Yeah. You can I be mean, able to do it. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the. I have this conversation with people all the time because, so to like your point, as I've gone through my the company that I work with and other things that I do, I'm not a. I'm very good with numbers, but I'm not like a nitpicky numbers guy. I'm a culture guy. Like I can build a culture really well. I can build a team really well. I can reach into somebody and help build them up. Like that's what I do. So, but. That's not something that my, you know, the, the company I work for that I work with doesn't go, you know what, that's what you do. It's like, no, I, right. I realize that's me and that's that's the direction that I'm going. And so right. everything that I kind of do is developed in that, like, okay, this is what I am. So to your point, you're a starter. Yeah. I imagine once your company gets to a certain point, you're going to get the itch again to go, I want to create something. Yeah. Because, you know. Yeah. No, I think you're probably right. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's just, right. that's not something that somebody else sees in you, though. I think yeah. that's something that you look at yourself in the mirror and you go, I've got that. Yeah. You know, and it's. Yeah. I, I laugh because I tell my mother that I go I create I'm, I create culture I create teams and she goes you hate people <laughs> you're, you're right I like culture yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like you hate people yeah. and you're like a jackass yeah. yeah but it's a lot different when you're there are two different things yeah yeah I suggest flying cars Adam that's where you should focus your next energy is flying Let's cars. Do it. man. I don't know. We There's should have, people, we should have people, them by some now. really smart people working on that. I was just going to say, isn't Musk all about that? We yeah, should have No, he said that. really smart people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. Dude, that guy, sh- he just bought 9% of uh, uh, Twitter and the you can't, so, you cannot mock. Okay, not, so. You cannot not. As you much really as think he's dumb? No, no, no. Okay. So Elon Musk, the individual, is fantastic. Elon Musk, Smoking the legend, the legend that people say about him, you just talk, you just when people talk about him, you go, you know the stuff he did to get where he's at, right? You know what happened. And they go, no, that, that's not true. It's like, so okay, that's the thing so about you, legends, right? But like when people are like, oh, he started Tesla. It's like, no, he didn't. He he went in and took over. Acquired. He acquired it. And then he made Tesla what Tesla is. And people right. go, no, nah, Elon like started Tesla. No, he didn't. He's, so, he's an execution guy. I mean, oh, he's yeah. an amazing executor, right? Like he just, I mean, to see what he's done at SpaceX and Tesla... Yeah, uh, simultaneously yeah. is mind-boggling. Agreed, yeah. dude. And he he runs other companies. He yeah. runs y- yeah. Neuralink. I mean, it was Solar City that he then merged with with uh, Tesla, SpaceX. You know the whole um, uh, tunnels under Los Angeles, the boring company, right? That was his idea, right? He yeah. just yeah. Out, he just yeah. like uh, you know open sourced it, and yeah. some other people run it. Uh, yeah, and now he's, and he's. I think he's got a strategic business unit in batteries too. There's a whole separate. Like, Which yeah, he's smart. like he's crushing smart. the market on batteries, yeah. and I think 
I, I don't really stay up with them. I think that might be one of the th- companies you talk. But he was trying to create solar panels that are the size of a roofing tile. Yeah. Okay. That you can basically roof, roof your, your whole house with, with solar, solar panels. panels. I think that's all under Tesla. Yeah. yeah the te- it's really? called the Tesla roof, actually. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, so like, all of that is fantastic. But yeah. then you, people talk about this legend of him, and you're just like, dude, he's a human. He's an amazing human being. But let's let him be an amazing human being. Don't make them into this huge obnoxious legend that you're just so i'm i'm i think I'm he's sorry. actually kind of tortured but yeah you think he's tortured yeah i i think i'm very interested in the competitive nature uh, mm. of the relationship between elon musk and jeff bezos there's not one why do you say that oh come on i'll tell you why i say oh, come on. i'll tell you why i say it. okay yeah. so i say it because uh so there's two it, different drives though yeah but if you look at if you look at like uh I mean, like andrew it, carnegie and um and john rockefeller two different the, drives got, you can nope. you, no. go. What'd you say? Go. Huh? Yeah. Okay. So these guys were Google competitive, fish. and <laughs> I hate you. Too. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> to the point that Carnegie, you know, sends um, Rockefeller a bottle of whiskey for Christmas. Rockefeller was a teetotaler, mm-hmm. and Rockefeller sends Carnegie like a cardboard uh, <laughs> collar or something, harkening back to his days of. Poverty, right, you know? right. Um, but the two of them drive each other in their in their yeah. sphere and at each other to greater production. Great, I mean, you know, clearly, when you look at U.S. Steel and, and mm-hmm. uh, oil companies, you see what that produces. So I take that and I apply that to Musk and Bezos. Bezos. You got to tell me that those two guys with their space businesses, they have no, okay. Okay. There's, there's no competition. So Elon Musk's tweet to, that said you couldn't get it up. Uh, was one of the top ten tweet of all time based on the shape of Bezos' spaceship. So <laughs> it, it was the shape, and it was you know the, the 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 what orbital level they got their things to right. Right, right. Yeah. Didn't yeah. go as high as right. as he said. Oh, you couldn't get it up. <laughs> that was fantastic. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> so I I only say it from perspective. I think that they are pushing each other. Yeah. Jokingly, maybe not so jokingly. Internal bets. Well, don't they're care also about one and two on the richest humans in the world, right? They're going back. I think and, yeah. that's where yeah. you see them yeah. at each other. I'm one. Nope. I'm one. Nope. Nope. I've got it today. So yeah. I would say that except for the fact that I think Elon does it because he has a passion for the craft itself. I don't think he does it because he has a, he's competing with anybody. He was on, I can't remember, but he was quoted in saying, they go, what do you think about being the richest person in the world? He goes, that's cool. You know what I mean? Like once Jeff Bezos got there, he was like, all right, I'm done. I'm not going to really see where Amazon... I mean, he's, he's doing the space thing, like, fine. But I don't think... I think that it's it's part of it. I mean, I talk about this all the time, but you can't do... You, you have to compete with somebody. You you can't... Because sure. when you get to the top, you, you get bored. At least so, I do. I mean, but you, so you use that same argument that you just put, you just possessed or uh, presented, that Bezos got to the richest man in the world, and then he kind of took the backpack off, right? Yeah. And then he's going to get bored. Yeah, and once he gets bored, he's gonna be looking around and saying, "What am I gonna go do next?" And he's gonna do something. I don't know what it is. He's gonna take down a bridge and the yeah, and let his yacht through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he can do that. But but once he does do it, I think so. I'm not. I I guess I'm looking for the tertiary effect. The two of them wrestling is they they're gonna push an industry or a series of industries further um, than they would normally progress. Just you know, don't get me wrong. Competition, I I believe firmly in competition. I think competition yeah. drives you. Yeah, like I mean, I'm I'm driven by competition. I, we had this conversation when Larry was here. It's like I can identify somebody when they're better than me, and I go, I'm gonna be better than that person. 
Who's, just, be, who's better than you, Andrew? I mean, there's a lot of people better than me. He's the one sitting to my right. Uh, the people not watching. That would be Adam. Adam is to my right. Very clear yeah. that he's talking it's, about it's Adam. Neither, and not neither uh, Chris <laughs> nor Exactly. <laughs> but I mean, I'm driven by competition. Yeah. 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 Why, and, why wouldn't you be? Absolutely. So um, I think most people in business are. I was just going to ask. Most yeah. people, I'm right? extremely competitive. Right. Yeah. I grew up a competitive swimmer, and I was like, I was overly competitive as a kid. Like my parents were always trying to like chill me out a little bit so, relax yeah yeah there's there's definitely a, a pretty strong competitive uh corner of my heart would yes. you say though that i mean i know so we both enjoy the grind mm -hmm. but there's moments of the grind where the only thing to get you through is the competitiveness as far as like yeah. i'm gonna do this because other people couldn't or can't yeah, yeah. you know i'm gonna identify my i'm gonna separate myself from the pack by the by yeah the comp the competition because I mean, you just yeah. started, but I've been a part of yeah. a lot of startup, like starting things of just like, dude, this sucks. But the competitive yeah. is like, if it was easy, everybody would do it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think competition, you have to break down two ways. Is it how much do you like winning or how much do you hate losing? Ooh. Mm. I hate so losing. I wow, think, I think most competitive people hate losing. And so if I'm really honest, like in those grind moments, what do I think about? It's I cannot fail. Like it's I I I I'm gonna grind because I hate the idea of losing at yeah, anything. I get that's interesting that you yeah. identify that. I, and I hadn't. If you had asked me before the podcast if I had any moments like that, I hadn't phrased it in that sense of not wanting to fail. Yeah, that's interesting. I think something to think about. I, I also think it's really important to like push back against a little bit because. It, ro it can totally rob you of joy, right? Like, as I mean, you have to be, you have to also, when you have wins, like, take a step back and enjoy that. Yes. And not just hate losing. Yes. You know what I mean? Sense, like, you yeah. have to also love the wins. Um, and, and I have to be intentional about that because I can just get on to the next thing. How do we, like, how do we move forward? How do we move forward? Yeah, we won. All right, cool. How do we move forward? Move forward. And, it's, and you don't ever... Take a right. moment to enjoy right. something. Yeah. So I'm gonna dig into the grind a bit a little bit, just out of curiosity. What was the toughest moment of the uh, queer card journey? Mm. Like a, maybe like something that you're like when you're relying on that, there's no yeah. way I can let this. So go. we're lending money to people. Ooh, that is some shit. <laughs> it, am I allowed to say that on this podcast? I think uh, I, you, yes. you can say lend. Just, say lend okay, all I you want. Lend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So I, what I always joke with people is like, if you want to know how the world works, start a business. If you want to know how people work, start a business that lends money to them. <laughs> and it's yeah. Uh, so yeah, we've we've learned some lessons, some tough ones about that. We've gotten screwed a couple of times. Really? Yeah. I mean, not not huge no. numbers, but you still. Um, you, it makes you sort of not trust anyone. Ooh, uh, very simple. Like, yeah, it makes you not, not instinctively trust people. Let's put it that way. You can, you trust people, but they have to sort of show it, right? So, sure. um, so yeah, those have definitely been the hard, like, you know, if you look at what we're doing, we're lending, we're doing software, um, you know, we're building a team, we're doing like. I had a lot of experience in everything other than lending. So and a lot of as a lot of this is just me going up the learning curve, right? So yeah, yeah. You I, okay? I'm gonna get my Richmond confused. I want to say it was Vanderbilt who he bought. 
Gloria? He, no, no, no. Oh. He was buying a company, right? And this was back in the days. Gloria's granddaddy. Yeah. Mm. This was back. This was back in the day before. Did we already finish the other one? Uh, no, 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 no. Sorry, sorry. This sorry was back in the day yeah. before stocks were traded on computers, so you had to actually get physical hand copies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was buying this company, right? And he sent an order. He said, "Buy a company." And this dude goes, "This dude that was the intermediary goes, I've got a printing press in my basement." So he started printing stocks, stocks, yeah. and taking them to Vanderbilt. And Vanderbilt would give him. Money. Basically, suitcases of cash, <laughs> and he would he would take them and just take them to his basement because they were fake stocks. Yeah, and that's how he became rich was because he just you're just like, dude. Those were the <laughs> days before the SEC, and uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Vanderbilt uh, learned a pretty big lesson. Out yeah, there. and then you become cynical because of something like that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. just so for the audience, we opened up the uh, Legion Bourbon, not Legend. I no, thought it was le- Legend, <laughs> Legend. <laughs> Legent, um, I think Legent makes more sense. It does make more sense. Yeah, it's partially finished in wine and sherry casks, so it's a finished bourbon. Mm. So we'll be mm. we're, uh, well, Carrie I, and I, I are to partake next. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, uh, the uh, and I ask about that only because. Hey, wait, pause. Are we recording? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow, this is not wow. a lost episode. Right, can, can you double check? I need, just, just I need, a, mo- I need just, a moment alone. Just uh, real quick, just double check. We've met our quota for the first ten. We've only had two. We're only, not allowed to have any more until we break to eleven. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> no, that's the last time I ask. If you're comfortable over there, I'm comfortable. I'm good. I'm okay. good to go. I think Chris has been okay. grinding. Uh, I have okay. been grinding. We were talking about grinding. Yes. No, but just so. As we talk mm-hmm. over bourbon, and as I've heard you talk many mm-hmm. other times, we've we've been together and, and drinking and talking. Just all it's like social media. We hear the and see the good things, mm. and I and I am fascinated with mm. the like I said. Okay, well there there's some moments in yeah. Clear Card where you're like, yeah. you know, and yeah. one is trusting people, but I just you know that that idea of the grind yeah. where you're you're in it, and you know this day, this week, this month is is all about just getting through it. Yeah. And that's something that I would imagine if you were to talk to people about starting a business and you could get them to like just talk, you know, remove the filters. Mm-hmm. It's probably one of the things that they talk about going like, I, I don't know that I could be able to do that. Yeah. You know, mm. so that's why I asked you, you know, yeah. what in your clear card journey, this yeah. is, again, my admiration for the entrepreneurial spirit means mm-hmm. I know you've overcome some crap. I know that you've had yeah. to slog yeah. through the mud. Yeah. Yeah, it just takes a ton of energy to get anything from nothing to something, right? Yeah. Um, from scratch, it just takes a lot. So, um, oh yeah, there's been tons. I mean, we've been told no a hundred times. We've, you know, we've had venture capitalists tell us this isn't going to work. We've had, um, yeah, a couple, you know, some some folks try to steal money from us. Oh my gosh. Uh, uh, yeah, it's not, it's definitely not, uh, easy. <laughs> yeah. No, no. It's not easy. What, yeah. what intrigues me about that though, is just hearing about the journey as you, you described mm-hmm. your journey. Clear card. It, you know, some, for someone to say, well, that's not going to work. It, I'm like, wow, well, it sounds like it could work pretty logical. Like, like yeah, it no. sounds like you're, you're, well, it doesn't, again, as a venture capitalist, it's not that it won't, it's not that they're saying you're going to fail. It's, are you going to give me a uh, hundred oh, extra return on my money? return. Yeah, don't yeah. Gotcha. Okay, <laughs> that's, yeah they that's have the a question. formula. But I mean, yeah. you look at all, I mean, when Apple first started, they got turned down tons and tons and tons of times. Computer right. uh, in a right. suitcase, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you look at it in the, the um, 
the book world, James Patterson got turned down 40 times before he was able to publish, and he literally he did a, a master class where he said, I have those 40 rejection letters up on my wall, yeah. and every time I write and release a book, I laugh at all 40 of those people. Who didn't, <laughs> didn't, or yeah. write them a, a response. Yeah, uh, Stephen I'm King. Now, I am now publishing my 40th book. Stephen King got rejected. I mean, all the greatness to, isn't seen by everybody. And yeah. I think that's the yeah. entrepreneur spirit is like, yeah. I see it. I don't need you to see it, but yeah. I see it. Yeah. So the other part, and we've, we've hit on this before, is the approach to failure. Mm. And, you know, my story is that I was told that failure was bad. Like failure, you avoid failure. Mm -hmm. I was never, never. In my formative years, I was not introduced to the idea that failure is a building block. Failure is the lesson of how things don't work so you can exactly. learn how things do exactly. work. Um, but that builds a, a mindset in you where, you know, any kind of failure is seen as, well, failure. And you don't see the other side well, of it. Here's, I always tell my son this. It's like, there are only two. There is only success and learning. No such thing as failure. See, that's 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 a good I mean, approach. Yeah, yeah. And I I think <laughs> I don't, I only think it's considered failure if you didn't try. I mean, so without painting too many details, there was a situation. I mean, between the two of us. Yeah. Where it's like this is what we're gonna do. In my head, this is what we were gonna do. I had all the pieces lined up, and for whatever reason, the universe was like, "You're not gonna do that." And I was like, "No, no, no, no. I'm gonna do this because I said I was gonna do it." And then the universe was like, "No, you're you're not gonna do it. This is gonna happen, and this is gonna happen, and this is gonna happen, and this is gonna happen." It's like to me. To, to the normal person to be like, oh, you failed. To me, it was like, no, I tried everything in my power to make this happen. Right. The universe was just like, no, you didn't do it. And to, I could either take it in two ways. I could go, well, I failed, or I learned, okay, you can't force things that, you know, you, sure. can't, you, know, you can't do that. And, yeah. okay, so it, it happened, and we learned, and we moved on. And, right. But, I mean, to, to somebody that's not used to that mentality, they'd be like, oh, I failed. It's right. Like, no, you it, didn't that's fail. That's exactly right. You learned from the lesson that, God in the universe gave you. You learn way more when something doesn't go right True than when statement. it goes right. right? Yeah, and you especially if you're more. if yeah. you're vested, if yeah. you're vested, you learn way more than if you're just like, all right, whatever. Yeah. It's like, yeah. no, no, no. Like to me, the failures are better than the the success. To your earlier point, you have to you have to embrace the wins because those are important because they keep you tied to reality. But mm -hmm. to me, the failures are like, all right, what do I what do I take away? Right, what right. do I learn? What do I right. what can I learn from this carrie what do you got for us yeah so um i hear all this talk about failure and and a quote from one of my favorite characters comes up uh winston oh, churchill, winston churchill. Yep. uh success consists of going from failure to failure without loss of enthusiasm <laughs> there you go well, and i like, that. It. I like I, it i so um so you mentioned you have got little ones mm -hmm. um Two. would you recommend they if they came to you and say hey you know i don't want to go to college or do this or do that i want to start my own company would you be willing to say you know where do i write the check no that's awesome yeah. <laughs> awesome yeah. that's yeah. good that's hey, why yeah. i love that kind of yeah. fantastic yeah. kind of no so no i mean depends honestly i was kind of joking sure sure the the i want to start a comic book company it depends on the kid yeah. and and the oh, idea yeah. like i mean i don't oh sorry my uh you know my daughter who is 14 the chance of that happening is very quickly approaching zero my, I, I could see my son doing that, and I, I'd probably say go for it. Um, He's quite the adventurer, especially I, you know, especially <laughs> even. I actually, I don't, I'm not sure. I believe college is great for 18 year olds. Uh, 
So welcome to the club. I would encourage we any 18-year-old to are. either take some gap years, try to start a business, see the world, learn it. something, figure yourself out a little I bit before it. you go. You're, you're I do mean, that. I, yeah. We have this conversation yep. all the time. Like, yeah. Okay, so we have a, in one of the things that I'm involved in, we have a person that has a business management degree. And I go, okay, here's this month's PL. They go, what's a PL? Oh. It's like, how do you not know what a PL is? You have business a business management, management degree. degree. They go, yeah. well, we just learned how to, you know. We like, didn't pay attention to financial accounting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have to take accounting but, one or one. But you learn that in a yeah. company, you learn yeah. very quickly. You're like, what is this red number on my? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, no yeah. good. It's no, no, no bueno. Apparently no they never bueno. logged. Apparently they never logged into a QuickBooks account. Yeah, and, I, uh, looked at that. I think the conversation with somebody that decides they don't want to go to college, and I say this: Are you willing to grind? Are you willing to get smacked around? Because you will, you know. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to lose? And if they go, yeah, I believe in it that much, I'm willing to do it. Then go for it. But what if it again? What if it's not so much starting a business, but it is about the. I need to find out what 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 it is yeah, that drives me. Yeah. Very so, few eighteen year olds can start a business. Let's yeah, say, I yeah, mean, well, like unless it's something. Well, we have a friend that they're dealing with this this issue of. Yeah. Are you do Are you not doing it because it's hard? Or are you not doing because it it's not what you want to do? And if the answer is you're not doing it because it's hard, then okay, get up right. on the horse and go. Right, right, right. If right, you're right. not doing because it it's what you want to do, then don't waste your time because that passion. Correct. That you're good. Follow your passions. If your passion is to do what's at the end of this tunnel, it's gonna be hard. Yeah. So if anything, anything worth doing is gonna be hard. So how do you tell a young person how to discern between the two? Uh, I'm not doing it. I really, really want to do this. Um, either, but it's not working out well. Either I'm disin. I'm not truly passionate about it, or yeah. or I'm not working I hard. Not, I'm a little I mean, cautious with like just follow your passion. Right, I mean, yeah. if you follow your passions, like, yeah, into a huge pile of crap, right? Right. So, so I mean, you, there's, I understand the the sentiment behind like being passionate about something, um, and really wanting to do something, um, but I, 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 I don't know. I, I guess I bristle a little. No, bit no. Just, like, so basically, here's, here's what I told all my mm-hmm. all my children. Yeah. I said, you need to find the intersection of passion and talent. I mean, kind of find the. I don't think it's kind of. I think that's that's your sweet spot. Now, if you if you don't hit the sweet spot exactly, that's great. But I have all the passion in the world for baseball. I love baseball. I don't have any of the talent. Mm-hmm. But so wasn't any, it like ten years ago? I don't. I don't remember the exact. The starting pitcher of the Yankees was a uh, concert pianist. He like he had talent to be a who? pianist, but he made millions. But didn't of have dollars. the pa- didn't have the passion for it. But, obviously. No, he followed the money. He was like, I, I can make millions of dollars being a pitcher. I'm going to be, be a pitcher. Like, I mean. Yeah, I think the, the intersection of passion and talent is where that. Passion so and talent. So the, the part of me that chafes against this is, is exactly um, probably feeding off of what you said early on. None of this was planned out for you. Mm-mm. Right? This was, this was an accidental urinal meet. That kind of led down for, to for the specifics. Path. If you'd have asked me when I was nineteen, do you think you'll ever start a business? Yeah. I'd have said absolutely. There you go. So uh, did I, I? Did I have some sense of like being drawn to starting things? Yes. Okay. I think specifics of where I landed were a urinal meeting. Gotcha. But, I mean, so, okay. Yeah. So in my case, none of this was planned. This was yeah. a 
grenade in a milkshake yeah. type thing. Um, did not grow up thinking I was going to do Again, acquisition yeah. contracting or, or any of that stuff. But right. um, but part of that is, I mean, I have a similar. So went to film school. I was like, yeah. So when I was in seventh grade, my dad goes, "What do you want to do?" And I go, "I just want to be really, really rich." <laughs> and I go, he goes, "Okay." Well, movie stars were making bank, and I had a talent for writing and creating stories and whatever. So it's right. like I'm going to go to. I'm going to, you know, if I could do this, I'll do it. Yeah. But I'm also really good with business and whatever. So I was going to go to University of Florida Business Scholarship. Well, then NYU called and they go, hey, you're going to go. You can go here full scholarship. I was like, all right, I'm going. Well, my mom got sick. My dad got deployed. I came home. I needed a job. I ended up with the company that I'm really with. I'm worth that one of the companies I'm with right now because I just need a job. Yeah. Well, through that, we've got to the, the eventual oh, the, dream of right. like, you know, I make good yeah, money yeah. type. There's not a lot that I I can do pretty much whatever I envision yeah, myself right. to do. And I learned the grind through yeah. this company. Yeah, right. But if you had asked me before that, I'd be like, I'm going to I'm gonna write movies. I'm going to sell a script for $5 million. I'm going to make buku bucks. But, but to because I know who we're speaking of, sitting still is the easiest way to lose. You can either move backwards or you can move forwards. But yeah. sitting still, yeah. you're going to fail because you can't. You can't learn from yep. trying and failing, yep. mm-hmm. and you can't move forward and go, "Oh, I really like this," or "I really don't like yeah. this." Yeah, sitting still is the easiest way to recognizing open doors. Then, I yeah, I had a buddy who always said the, the only shot you're guaranteed to lose is the, the one, one you don't take. You never take. take. Yeah. 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 yeah, I mean, I, are you are you are you? Is there some a young person you're specifically thinking about? I got somebody in mind. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. just kind of hankering. I would, I would just out. encourage them to taste lots of things. Like I don't think most young people really have an idea and honestly there's part of me that goes back and looks and wonders interesting should i have tasted other things that i could have also like uh done well in and you know and might even enjoy more and so i think if if you're in that like 18 to 25 you know maybe even to 30 even like just it's like I wouldn't care about skipping, like switching jobs. I wouldn't care about maybe not going to college right away. Like, to your point, don't just sit still and do nothing. Right. But taste lots of different things. That's a message. You don't need to have it figured out. That's a message you're not going to hear because it doesn't, it doesn't fit the mold. And I think it's a message that needs to be out there where people, where the young people, especially coming out of high school, and we can go back even further. We should go back even further because I got an idea about something you talked about. Uh, coming out of high school should hear that. It says, look, you're 18 years old. All the adults in the room right now didn't have it figured out at 18 years old. No. Yeah. And you shouldn't either. I yeah. mean, we talk, I think The Rock is quoted with saying this, but I'm not 100% sure, but I tell people this all the time. Like Dwayne, you, Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Rock. Johnson. We are now the quoting The Rock. The Rock. We're, so, not, hey, we're from hey, Churchill, Churchill to The Rock. To the rock. Hey. So I tell people this all the time. You can work eight hours a day for me, but you can't take two hours a day for yourself. Right. Yeah. For right. whatever it is, right. you can work Eight hours a day for me in my business and put money in my pocket, which at the end of the day is what you're doing. Right. Like your work puts money in my pocket, but you can't take two hours to find what you're passionate about because I know it's not this. Right. You know what right. I mean? It's not like. Right. So we, we, we weren't touching the education piece of this. I don't uh, phrase it in the positive. I believe the way that education is run now. Where children are taught what to think, not how to think. Mm-hmm. So they're taught what, so they don't know how to think, inhibits their ability to explore and look at 
a, a wide variety of things. Yeah. I think you couple that with the intense focus that, and again, this might be a, my, my very siloed point of view, it appears that a lot of children are focused on one thing. I play baseball. I do rec league, summer league, travel ball. Um, I do piano, I, I, all year round piano. And there's not that Very much. few are doing piano anymore. Okay. Well, this is sad. No, this shit. Like our, the instruments arts, in general the are, arts are going are terrible. Away. But, because everyone's got because of TikTok, but keep going. But my point being is that they're focused <laughs> Damn, on TikTok. one thing, vice allowing themselves to experience a lot of things. And I think it's maybe the parents driving them to... This, yeah. is your, this is your ticket. Right. Vice. Right. Let, you can experience the world as a child, see what's out there, and as you go forward, start narrowing it down the ideas. Vice being a child and have this very narrow track of, well, I'm going to play totally. baseball 10 months out of the year. Totally. Well, I mean, part yeah. of that feeds into, we talk about it all the time, but the loss of the blue-collar job. I know a guy that owns a landscaping company, makes millions of dollars a year. And he's like, he owns a landscaping company. His, his, pas- his passion, quote-unquote, it's cutting grass. It's making millions of dollars a year. <laughs> he cuts grass. I'd, I mean, I'd have that passion. Record <laughs> sure. service, HVAC, I know a couple yeah. guys who yeah. own those companies. And they, yeah, and they, yeah, do, yeah. they do yeah. great. Yeah. And, yeah. And so it's like, do you, you know, you need, I'm, I'm, do you need to go to college? Do you need to go to college? You need to go to college. Or would you have, would you have noticed that had you not tried it? Had you not, you know, I'm going to ride around on a truck with some people and I'm going to, I mean, hell, a garbage man makes a ton of money. Maybe, think, maybe your passion, maybe you're not, I don't want to say passion, because to your point, following passions can get you really dangerous. Like, yeah. my basket, my passion is basket weaving. Well, there's yeah. only so many baskets you can yeah, make. Right. But maybe you're, I'm not going to go to, I don't like college, but I can be a garbage man. I have no debt, and I can make a good living being a garbage man. Yeah. Or I, you know, maybe my passion, my, my thing that I'm going to do is start a landscaping company. So here, yeah. here we have a the discussion, though, because, again, I'm, very much a believer in the intersection of passion and talent. Uh, so there are people. We need do need people to weave baskets. Sure, you, you do. I mean, it just it's it's, it's an sure. art. It's an art. Sure, in a sense. Um, and I think we've lost the ability to appreciate the art. Yeah. So people who do the art, whatever that art is, are needed in the world. I don't need baskets. <sighs> well, there's also. Do you need baskets? What, what's your, I mean, your laundry basket. <laughs> yeah. Then. There's also baskets. They're made in China. What are all? I know. <laughs> I feel like I'm now we're going to talk about local crafts versus uh. globalism <laughs> and what the right way. So I, I, yeah. Look, what I love about it by local. So by local. By local. We, we, by the fresh. discussion of being an entrepreneur, yeah. talking to Adam as an entrepreneur, has led us to this idea that that spirit, while there are people who. That's their talent and their passion, right? That's the intersection. Mm-hmm. You two very clear, clearly. But people aren't exposed to it. And I think part of it is the education system. They're not taught, they're not taught how to think, they're taught what to think. So if mm-hmm. you're taught what to think, then that kind of narrows the field of what you're going to think about. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, again, I, I would love to have Adam just do a PSA. We should make the PSA and play it. Like, you don't have to have it figured out at 18. You do not have to have it figured out at no. 18. Yeah. You don't have to have it figured out at 21. But... Or keep yeah, going. True. <laughs> exactly. True. Like, exactly. I mean, you I mean, guys, you guys got... said at the begin- top of the hour that you're still working on figuring it out. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. like, I, figuring it out Am is I a the process. guy in the room? The KF- yeah. This KFC guy was, what, 64? Well, he started it. Nights in Columbus? 
No, no, no. The, no, the, no, no. Chucky uh, Fried Chicken. General <laughs> General Sanders. Or I think. Yeah. I think Colonel, Knights of Columbus. Colonel, I think, Colonel Sanders. Yeah, Colonel, yeah. Thank you. I think thank McGivney. You. I think you've advanced. You've advanced. I'm not a military guy. I don't him and Gaddafi were hand in hand. I'm just gonna stop at Colonel. I'm like, why? Why would you stop at Colonel? Okay. I don't get yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. And now Young the guy. two military guys make fun of the dumb entrepreneur exactly. guys when it comes to exactly. uh, military rank. That's but, all good. But I mean, you're absolutely right. I mean, there are plenty of stories out there. It's probably, Chris, you, you trigger at least a thought in my mind is how do you get, how do you get this kind of um, talk in front of young people? Because I, I think the, yeah. the, the, the story that, at least, I, I don't know, I'm a little ignorant, but I think the story that's being pushed to them is, yeah, no kidding. Get on the treadmill. We, Get, we we yeah. all hear it. The, the studies that come out, people who go to college make X, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars more over yeah. their, their yeah. lifetime. Right. And they have X number of debt. Okay, that's yeah. not talked about. That's my point. But but again. Yeah. Well, it, that's very recent. I mean, yeah, that's it's really ramped recent, up recently. But recent yeah. phenomenon. I mean, I graduated with $18,000 of debt and right. paid it off in a few years. It was yeah. No big yeah. deal. Um, it's, changed, it's changed a lot. Dramatically. Well, right, yeah, but when you went yeah. to college, not everybody had to go to college. You went to college for a degree. Yeah. You can't just... I, he's not that much older than you. I'm 40... I'm, I'll be 42 next month. Um, I, yeah, he's older than me. Youngster. Yeah. He's not that yeah. much older. No, yeah. he's older than oh, me. He's not. He's, but we're I, all older than you, Andrew. We're all, we're older, all than older than you, Andrew. Except for that bourbon bottle. You're yeah. such a... <laughs> boyish charms. Yeah. Not, yeah. I, mean, I, I felt that pressure, though, to your point. I mean, I remember... We that, all did. I, I didn't want to... You know, there's a sense of like, oh, don't be left behind. You right. Know, like, you don't want to... I didn't have an option. I, I knew I was going to college. I think part of that comes yeah. back to the circle of family of like, I remember when I, I remember when I told my dad I was going to go to film school. He goes, if you go to film school and you don't try, then I'll be disappointed. If you go and you fail. Okay. No worries. Yeah. It's like, cause I, I told him I was going to go to film school. Like nobody goes to film school. Right. It's like, uh, I was because like, you, I could go because to you wouldn't have failed. You would have just learned something about yourself. So truth. Yeah. Truth yeah. in advertising. <laughs> I, my, my first year in college, I was an acting major in a school. Good for you. And uh, I realized that I didn't have the passion to go starve in L.A. or New York uh, to, to make that happen. Do, do you still have desire to be in the theater or anything? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, did, okay. I, did, I did theater through grade school. I have school. a guy I need to connect you with. I did theater I got through a high guy. school. I got a guy. Got a guy. Yeah. There's did, a guy that... did theater in college. There's a guy that in our church who's writing, just did a play... I almost called you because anyway we could talk about yeah, it. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, you should you should connect. So, yeah. yeah, but but my point is, you know, I I I went and did something that I thought was and I look back was kind of daring. I'm gonna go to acting school, right? Um, and then I essentially I feel like I chickened out. I feel mm. like well, I don't I don't have the the drive or the passion to I, I would, mm, no I didn't know how to do the grind. Mm. So the vision. So so instead of looking at it as starving, it's the grind. It's the grind. I didn't understand that. I didn't have to grind <clears throat> as a kid. I'll be honest with you. I had a, I, even though my, my father was killed in Vietnam and I was raised by my mother, I, I didn't have to, I wasn't starving. I wasn't hurting. I didn't have to grind anything. Mm-hmm. So I didn't look at that way. I looked back and go, well, yeah, you're talking about, that's the grind you're talking about. I mean, it, the grind, yes, the grind and yeah. the vision. The vision. When you, I asked when you started Clear Card, you had a vision. Mm-hmm. It might not have been a very clear vision, but you mm-hmm. had hey, a vision. It was clear. Clear with a K. Ah, uh, okay. But <laughs> well played. Sir. When, when you start something, you have to have a vision. And oh, I had I, a vision. I was I was going to be Tom Cruise. Right, but right. other people Only don't. Taller. I I tell people this all the time. Other people don't have to see the vision. You have to see the vision correct. enough to get you up off the mat. As yeah, far correct. as like, right. I see myself right. winning this match. Yeah. Right. I see my. I'm going to will it yeah. into existence. Put on your yeah. boots. 
Put your backpack on. Yeah. Let's so go. we go back even. I keep going back. We keep going back even further though. Where does that come from? Where, Thanks. That's where, where I was gonna go. Yeah. Where does? How do you start grinding? Where, where do does you, that? Your father. You talk about your the role of your father, mm-hmm. and I love your dad for that because he's all right. I re- he's a, he's fine. <laughs> he's, he's, Is he gonna listen to these? He's no. completely average. My dad said I'm gonna listen to him. I go. I asked him the other day. I go, Dad, you listen to podcasts? He goes, what podcast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what podcast? I forgot already. So I, I understand. Um, Adam, I don't, I don't know your father yeah. as well, but I, I, yeah. I imagine he played a role as well. So where where does that come yeah. from? As Because it's, it's got to be installed it's somewhere. It's a great question. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's one of those things, one among many I can think of. It's like, where do you get that, right? Exactly. Um, is it learned? Is and it I would, I, honestly, acquired? Yeah, I mean, both of my parents are really hard workers, right? Like, my dad was um, constantly on his craft, like, uh, to a fault. Uh, and, yeah, my mom certainly was a, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say taskmaster, but, like, she was very, like, she's very task-oriented, and, like, we had chores, and we were doing the chores, Do the right? Chores. So, like, it was, it was, I mean... I would say the great sin of the Alfin household growing up was being lazy. Sure, sure. And so, like, not every household is that way. I acknowledge yeah, that. And, yeah. like, so I think there's a part of that mm-hmm. that's just given to you. And that's a blessing, right? It and, is. Um, it is. And so, yeah, I mean, work ethic in general was, I think, probably given to me. There you go. In a way that not everybody gets. Yeah. Um, I would agree. Yeah. I've heard that from you as well, Andrew. Yeah, work ethic. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. You were a single parent. I didn't parent. want to be poor. You were a single parent. Yeah. Yeah, as well. I, I mean, so at the end of the day, you, you know. response to something. Yeah, we yeah. saw poverty. I know yeah. what that looks there like. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and, and, and I did not. Single <laughs> parent, but I never saw that. Yeah, yeah. so, yeah. I mean, so my mom came. I, I don't know if we talked about this. My mom came in the country in the late 70s, and I still. Trinidad. From where? I recall. Trinidad. Trinidad. Oh, okay. I recall, um, you know. I remember a shipping barrel with a piece of wood on top. That was her mm-hmm. dining room table, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, and, yeah. Um, and just, you know, she, yeah, definitely. Did she do the grind? Yes, absolutely. Lesson learned there. Bigger lesson learned was welfare cheese is really good, <laughs> but I don't want to eat it the <laughs> rest of my life. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So um, and it's yeah. fascinating. Yeah. You say that, um, man, it makes me wonder where my head was as a child. Cause I, my mom ground, I mean, my I mom have... had to work. Yeah, my mom had to work. It's the only, she, it's the only no, way she had no choice. Stuff was coming in, right? Well, I mean, I, I now know that my grandparents helped. We live in the same city as my grandparents. So, but, this is a big, yeah. you, this is a big off-topic thing. I know you guys have already talked about race, but your I didn't know that we you, talked about it. You didn't know that Carrie was black? Yeah. No, I knew that. Oh, Carrie, okay. <laughs> I didn't know that like, your family origin was from Trinidad. But I had I have read a statistic not long ago about how. Um, culturally, call it successful, blacks that have come from the islands are compared to, I don't know, the, whatever classic African American, native-born African Americans. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it That's is an entirely it is, different wait, 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 podcast. Wait, wait. I mean, I know, I know, but I mean, isn't it's, the name native-born African? Isn't that an oxymoron? But, but, I mean, the, I heard today that Elon Musk is actually African American, South, so, South yeah, African. Yeah. 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 If you if you particularly if you look at the economic success of right. blacks that came from the islands, yeah, it's exact same as whites. So when when we were kids. I'm, I'm pointing yeah, Chris. When yeah. we were kids in Living Color, right? Yeah, the yeah, joke, yeah. The yeah. joke was the one West Indian who said, "Oh, what you have? You have one, you have job? one job. I've got like five yeah, jobs, right, right? right?" So that's yeah. That that's um. 
So it's just a culture of grinding. Is that? I mean, as we're the talking grind about, grind is that? underrated. So, so there's, this is, there's we're bringing it back full circle now. I like it. I would, so, I would yeah. submit that it's probably not only um, you could parse that not only with um, those of African descent coming from the Caribbean, but you could also look at almost any immigrant group coming in. Yeah, 100%. so for the kid that grew up in in New York, right? So right. the Korean corner store or the sure. the Puerto Rican bodega or the sure. whatever, right? Sure. Or the the guy from Syria, Lebanon that's come over yeah. and started his thing, or the Pakistani that's got whatever yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah. yeah, it's just the it's the immigrant grind. It's, it's the immigrant grind. Right? Yeah, we know what poverty looks like. What, right. is, the, is there right. not right. part of that? That they realize that the grind actually counts for something here in America. And vice, it's not going to happen in wherever they came from. And yeah. I, the thing that at least my mom used to say too, I, I don't know if she's going to listen to this, but it's not only that you could grind and become something, you could grind and fail and still grind more and, and, and redevelop okay. yeah. yourself. Right. Totally. Right? And yeah. you could do that here. Very few countries in the rest right. of the world where you can do that. So right? I'm not gonna. We don't want to get into politics, but yeah. Look at Donald Trump. Ground. You said we don't want to get into politics. Ground, <laughs> declared <laughs> bankruptcy. Grounded again. Right. Became rich. Became president. Right. Like what yeah. other country in the world can you declare bankruptcy? I think twice he's declared right. bankruptcy. Five, five times. Five times. Five times. Yeah. Okay, he's declared bankruptcy five times. <laughs> well, and his, but, his his companies. And, have, yeah. But, but no, again, he's the only guy who can bankrupt a uh, casino. But, but whatever. not yeah. the yeah. but, but not the only president, <laughs> yes. right? Yeah. So Ulysses S. Grant fails at every business opportunity before he yeah, becomes president. Yeah, they're not all Abraham Lincoln yeah. fails yeah. in every political run before he becomes yeah. president, right? Yeah. So there yeah. are plenty yeah. of these failure stories, and then bam, you you know you find success. But but very few countries. That enable you to do that, and that's a right. bit of the American right. exceptionalism right. that right. a lot of that's folks don't necessarily see. But people don't. There are yeah. many, and there to, there are many decade long overnight successes. Many. Well, decade long. <laughs> uh, I like that. No, that many. goes in the quote book. <laughs> yeah. We need yeah, a quote book. We do need a quote book. I think Usain Bolt is quote was saying. That. I trained for six years yeah. every day to run for ten what? seconds. Ten seconds. Under ten yeah. seconds. Yeah. To right. be a ten yeah. second success. He's right. like, I trained for ten years. I trained for this. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do think we, you could have a discussion about, and people do have a discussion about the uniqueness of the American experiment, mm. where you have a a fairly homogenous population protected yeah. by oceans and yeah, um, and benign, t- tons benign of neighbors. natural resources, yeah, benign neighbors, yeah. <laughs> tons of natural resources, <laughs> and the fact that. The people who who started it were ordinary people. Yeah. Were a lot of them were entrepreneurs, with some pretty cool vision, though. Well, okay, vision is going to. I mean, vision is yeah. going to be key, right? Yeah. yeah. What is what is it you want? We we know what we don't want, right? And let's just, let's yeah. craft around that. So that that's a good point. I like that. Yeah. And, and again, we go back to. To me, that falls back to the teaching people, teaching young people, how to think, mm-hmm. because that opens their minds. There's a hopefulness behind entrepreneurialism. There There's is. A, it's, 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 you have again, to be an optimist. Right. So yeah. it's back to the farmer. I would add fishermen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I would add entrepreneurs in there. Yeah. They're, you know, yeah. they've got to be hopeful. They've got to think just over the next hill, just around the next corner, just, you well, know. There's actually, a gr- it's, it's, there's actually a lot of joy in that, like, what could be. You know, like there, I think, yeah, Yeah. I think there's, 
Yes, you're right. Farmers have it because they can get crushed one year and can't wait for the spring to plant again. Hmm. And uh, and yeah, entrepreneurs like that next deal could just change everything. You know, like that's constantly. Yeah, if you're not if you're not a uh, an optimist, right. it would be a pretty brutal. So and yeah. and keep writing stuff, Gary. We'll, we'll get to it, but it kind of seems like a natural segue to um, the other entrepreneur in the elephant household. Uh, so, the cat. The, Come on, and get it out. Cat. Scout the German Shepherd. No, the the idea that uh, I'm, you know, someone's mm-hmm. going to start a business based on flowers. Mm-hmm. So your wife Meredith has a a farm, Fable Fable Flower Farm. Fable Flower Farm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Dis- discuss. Farm. Talk amongst yourself. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Happy I'm to. Spritzing um, here. Uh, yeah. So we started it three years ago. By the way, I just subscribed, just so you guys know. I noticed. Thank you. Yeah, man. Thank you for my wife. My wife loves flowers, so I thought it was a good idea. She has the best flowers. I'll tell you though, it was a really hard winter, so we can get into that. But yeah, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, no, we started three years ago. What's the genesis? Yeah, the genesis is Meredith has she worked for a a nonprofit locally, doing Hope for Suffolk. uh, Hope for Suffolk. Yep. yep, Which was a work program for. Mostly, I mean, it's evolved into a work pro- program for young people to teach them the grind, right? To teach mm-hmm. them work ethic. Often, people coming from, uh, you know, t- tough environments where maybe they're not shown that at home, um, and so that's really the objective oh, of that, that of that nonprofit, um, Hope for Southern, which is a great nonprofit. She she worked there for 10, 12 years, 10, 11, 10, 10 years, maybe. I'm not, yeah, uh, their last year they did flowers. Um, and she loved it. She just fell in love with it. And the director kind of wanted to go back to doing vegetable farming. And um, Meredith just really wanted to grow flowers. And so, um, yeah, we bought a little piece of land just outside of town here in Suffolk, uh, seven acres, and um, away we went. So it is a primarily a business. Uh, we grow flesh flesh fresh wow we, we do not vampires we do not <laughs> flesh, flesh would make flesh, flesh, would, flesh would make a lot more money it's like stem cell <laughs> research <laughs> no. 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 south park pick this fresh. up i love it i love it when you try to mix fresh and flowers sometimes yeah. flesh comes out fresh flowers she's locally got, grown flowers she's got a hoodie yeah she's very uh she's very so she also is this huge um believer in sort of organic growing methods and and flowers are one of the greatest um carbon burning things you can buy right because most flowers are grown most people don't know this they're grown in south america they're flown to europe and to some major flower markets yeah before they even come to America. Auction, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Auction I'm off. sorry. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> most of the flowers you buy have gone from South America to Europe back to America. Are you kidding me? No. No. Giant auction market. It's a yeah. huge Holy. auction market yeah. of flowers yeah. there. Wow. And they got and they got to be and they're cut and they don't last long because they freaking been from they got to do all that. What? Yeah. Gas prices are going up though. So, I'm just So, um you you buy you buy a bouquet at Kroger or wherever. Yeah. I mean, some, sure. you know, some Walmart. Pro, you know, it will last a few days. Right. If you buy our flowers, I mean, most people, I mean, it's crazy. People say, oh, it'll last two, three weeks. 
I'm sold. Um, Dude, I, so I, my wife loves that. That's why I signed up. So yeah, I gotta do this. What do you guys sign up? I'm looking at the website. I don't see. Oh sign my up. gosh, Carrie! You don't what? Let, what? Me see. Let, me see. Let me see. Let me see. Event Look, shop. He, home. He's on his what phone, and here? when Carrie's on his phone, it's like you know, know. monkeys so, and a wiffle ball. Like I don't we still talk about how the fact that no Carrie know how to answer the phone. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't have opposable Pick thumbs. Ones. Exactly. You're in Suffolk. You will deliver my to your house yeah, okay. every yeah. week or every other week. I think I got every other week. I think just do every other. Honestly, they last two weeks. Just do every other. Do you do every week? Every other. I don't remember. You have to check on that. We're going to come in next week for the pod. But if you do it every week, if you do it every week, then I I don't want to throw away revenue. Yeah, but I, yeah I, I'm I, I get it. No, yeah. so, so but, but I mean, not only is the flowers, but again, that entrepreneurial spirit, the idea that I'm going to turn Make this something. into, yeah, yeah, turn this into a, a, turn this vision into something tangible yeah. is intriguing to me. It yeah. really is. And, it, and, it, and again, to me, it may not be strictly speaking, but this is an art. This is in the arts yeah. part of arts and yeah. sciences. Yeah. So uh, talk to me about hope for Suffolk. Because one of the questions I wrote down is, where how do we um, advertise or teach entrepreneurialism to young people? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is yeah, that so still, is still is, going? Or Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, she just stepped away from it. Hayden so, Faye. Still... Hay- Hayden Bly, Bly is the director I, I of it. I Hayden Faye, yeah. Um, who... Um, yeah, she's done a great job. So she's got it's a it's so it's tied to Westminster Presbyterian Church. They've got they were really blessed with this big property, and so they've used part of it for this farm. And they do um, they teach, I mean, they teach work right through through working the farm, but they also do these sort of classes around like basic life lessons and how to pursue a job and how to present yourself in public speaking and they're just trying to nice. build really yeah. good life skills and it's funny when they started it's not funny but when they started they just they just try to serve people in need and what they found were a lot of you know 40 50s year old people and frankly when it came to work ethic the goose was cooked mm. and so they actually took a step back and said how do we really impact this because this has to happen earlier Nice. The grind has to be developed earlier. Earlier. And so they, they went, it's high school kids now. So they, they're, they're totally working with high school kids um, to try to teach work ethic um, amongst young people. And, you know, amongst other important life skills. But yeah. pro- the primary one's probably work ethic. So, um, yeah. So there's an interesting good. intersection. It may be chance. I mean, we would look at it as God opening doors, right? Mm-hmm. Is that wife's involved with this mm-hmm. she's she's i mean she said it starts off with vegetable farming mm-hmm. had she been involved with anything like that i mean she was, was she a grower was she a plant person at all yeah i mean she's always had a super green thumb man. See, there you she, go. She, i mean she's got a skill for plants see I there mean, you go super knowledgeable always kind of learned you know yeah. self-taught totally self-taught and learned a lot in that process of working there for a decade or so so, so yeah. how much influence did your movement to I guess as maybe an entrepreneur yourself, how much yeah. influence did that have on her doing what she well, did? You have to ask her. I yeah. love that. We should, have, we should have Meredith on. So we should have Meredith on. Yeah. I was going to say. Yeah. Hey, um, I, I think, I think um, you know, we certainly support each other and mm-hmm. both it's kind of a team thing and certainly me saying you could, you can do it was a part of it and same for her telling me that when I wanted to go do Clear Card. So When does the team yeah. lose the team? So yeah. does that... Mm. So that again, we're, we're in my niche of looking back. Is that something that she was 
raised with, this idea of exploring, um, I don't want to say taking chances, because that sounds, we, we, yeah. we associate something negative to that, but the idea yeah. of being able to see a wide variety of options available to you. I don't think, I, I mean... We should you have should, her you, on. You should ask her. <laughs> yeah. Um, her. Give her a call. I mean, she came from a broken home. Um, so her, her parents divorced when she was 15. Uh, very, very uh, traumatic age for a young girl for that to happen. So um, her brother is an entrepreneur. He's, hmm. he's, he runs a heavy equipment construction company. Um, In I your think he's, he's one of your clients, right? He is. He absolutely yeah, is. Right. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he was one of the inspirations. Um he, because he, people were partying on he his He reminds me of that party. all the time. Oh, of thinks, course he does. Yeah. He thinks he deserves some equity in the As business. He should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, you're really Royalty for this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Basically. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, there's something there. You know, I, the timing of all of that and her family was more, um, was it, like her college options went away oh, because gotcha, of it. So, gotcha. yeah. I think she would say it was. Yeah, I mean, it was sort of just circumstances, and but her passions were there. To your point, yeah. I mean, it was passion and talent, and you know, she figured that out when she was, I don't know, early to mid twenties. So, so the, mid twenties. I mean, the business model, education is key. So the business model is brilliant as I think about it because knowing what I know now about flowers, the fact that they they travel. Yeah, halfway around the world and yeah. back again. Yeah. Great, which which explains a lot about the flowers that I buy for my wife. Yeah, yeah, dead in three hours. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. to be fair though, you you shouldn't. So I'm cap, sorry. What we we cap sports and there's a lot of things that other people like. We have information that other people don't have that gives us an up to where people are like, "I'm going to be over here," and you're like, "No, no, no, yeah, you don't yeah, know yeah. this piece." Yeah, and this piece is the difference between success right. and failure. Right. So yeah. my my point being is is, you know. Seeing the business model in that to me is a stroke of genius, and I maybe I'm not trying to oversell. I'm just saying, like, yeah. wow, you know, there's there's yeah. something to be said here for yeah, there's a market. There, yeah. There's a if people people need to understand, and that's what I like about it. I like yeah. the education piece about do you understand where your flowers come from? Right, I, I, and you don't even have to understand. I mean, it's great if you can get to that point, but really, what you do is deliver a bouquet of flowers, and they're like, "Why that, do these flowers last for three weeks?" Exactly. What's, like, the, what's, the know, what's happening? Right. Exactly. <laughs> and so, what's the voodoo yeah, magic? Yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> Be gone with you. It's yeah. whiskey. As a husband, <laughs> see, you need fill a need. I don't want to have to buy flowers every week. Yeah. I can buy flowers every other week. <laughs> I'm in, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, but yeah. but the exactly. fact is, is that I'm willing to bet. We are. You've jumped into a rabbit hole here, but I'm willing to bet that a lot more, and I'll say men would buy flowers yeah, if they knew if if they knew they were going to last for more than right. three or four days. Right. You know, right? And, ding ding. And I'm now, with you. exactly. I'm, I'm like, wow, you. this is brilliant. How do, how do I get the word out to about a thousand more people? Exactly. Yeah, right. yeah. You just did. Yeah. Well, good. good. <laughs> Are we up to a thousand? No. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> about help with that. I was going to ask. I was going to ask. You can help with that. Hey, this is episode nine. Give us a break. That's right. I have no. Hey. We have a there strong are many, vocal field. I'm going to say it again. Crawl, there are many decade-long overnight successes. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about the grind. <laughs> I don't right. It's all about the grind, baby. I don't understand why we don't have 10,000 listeners already. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, 
crazy. out of this. I'm gone. Hey, to be fair, <laughs> though, we have some very faithful listeners that as soon as Chris posts this, yeah. we go from zero to like or, 30 in instantaneous. Or if I don't post it. Yeah, you do <laughs> hear about it if you don't people post hear it. about it. My, my, one of my daughters like, hey, Dad, where's the podcast? I'm yeah. like, okay, come on. Give oh, me nice. Me. I'm looking forward are your, to it. Are your kids just replaying grass. it? Is that the 30? That's how we do it. So to be fair to Anchor, by the way, that's my terrible voice on that ad. I'll take care of that. They, 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 not, they noticed the difference between an IP address, so like I can't play it multiple times, and right. it counts. Oh, nice. Oh. So like if I start it, and then that's stop witchcraft. it, and then start it. Do that? That's witchcraft. <laughs> they can't know that. It's Just witchcraft. Go to Wi-Fi, to Wi-Fi, to Wi-Fi. <laughs> can, can I ask about the betting biz? What's the sure. biz? Yeah, oh, what's, give me a little... Uh, I, I know nothing. Give me the, okay. give me the spiel. Um... <laughs> all a, right, all right, all right. For so those folks, I'll go all the way back. Land, we're looking at so, each like other. I said earlier, I didn't have a vision in life other than I just wanted to be really rich. And the secret to being really rich is you got to have multiple sources of income. Mm-hmm. So I trade and I do a bunch of other stuff. But sports betting came onto the market, and I made a pretty good amount of money the first year sports betting and the second year sports betting. But one of the things that I was struggling in was baseball, where I connected with Chris, and he goes, "I too." need another source of income so we started the upset picks and so we do all sports okay and that's how we, I the mean, upset yeah. picks is the name of the is the name of the company so the we company. sell picks so okay bit of a plug we went 11 to 5 yesterday i think we're tracking to do 12 and 4 today so we're doing really well um so anyway but plug away what so what do you i know i know almost zero about sports betting so mm. If you're if you're Welcome making if you're making seventeen recommendations and you go twelve and five, and obviously if you made even bets, then I would assume you'd do okay. But yeah, we do pretty well. Depends on the odds, so it pays for itself. It pays for itself, and more than pays for it. it's a it's a piece of your so, portfolio, which is what right, we advertise. Right, but right. so like we we balance each other well. In fact, that Chris is very analytic driven. He's got spreadsheets, and I'm very narrative driven. So, so he there's knows a lot baseball. Of, that was the thing. He, he knows. Baseball. So there's a lot to be fair. He knows a lot of things as far as like, oh, well, you know, this and this mathematically means this. And I'm very narrative driven as far as like, OK, but you don't what you don't realize is that this player right. on this day has done this and they've done this. This player's and, wife. And then, you know, yeah, I'm I'm the good looking one. <laughs> <laughs> so we, agree, we balance Carrie, each other. I agree. We balance I agree. each other well. Big and sexy. We have a winning we have a winning record. Right. right. Which is an important so, part. It yeah. is, it I is would a, think that's all that matters if you're selling recommendations. Yeah. We have a yeah. winning record. We don't, I mean, we have days where we just get brutally beaten because right. people play off their spreadsheets and they play off their narratives. And then we have the other days where we just. Because life crush. happens, man. I mean, they're, they're, you, you want some Why sure. does. Poor pass. Why does. Uh, why does Team X play this way when they shouldn't have and stuff like that happens? But, yeah. Right. You so, know, right. in the big picture, that you know, once you kind of look at the numbers and. I mean, you add in the narrative, and you can kind of see where things are going. So, so as a small plug to anybody listening, exactly. we did really well in MLB last year, and MLB season is here. First month is always brutal, but yeah, first I month mean, is yeah. brutal. You don't know teams yet, right? They don't know themselves yet, right? So I mean, why they, even make recommendations they, first? Yeah, the, the adage is the adage is is that you know the first first. Are you only doing baseball? baseball? No, no, no. no, no. no. Did I didn't N- think so. We did NBA, NHL, so, NHL, and is it, MLB. Is it? Like seventeen every day, or is it? No, no. Some okay. days there's, some days there's three. Some days there's twenty. Today there were today there are twenty picks out because there are so many sports going. There are, right, six NBA games, eleven NHL games. Who'd you pick in Penguins Caps this afternoon? I didn't. 
I didn't. I picked the Penguins under three and a half, and the Penguins scored three, and the Caps scored six, yeah. five, six. See, the thing is, the the Caps, man, because they were at home, right? They're not very good at home. They're very. It's, better, it's, better what, it yeah. was in Pittsburgh, wasn't what, it? Was it? I don't remember. Oh no, I think. Anyway, all knows that. But Pittsburgh but, played in the back to back because they played last night. Right, but then Vanacek uh, and Samsonov are, are, are having issues right now in goal. Samsonov is you definitely. Don't, yeah. You don't know who's yeah. going to show up. Yeah. So so that night when when they played, I mean, they actually played well at home. But you're like, yeah. well, who's going to show up? So those one of the things that's part of the narrative piece of it. Yeah, I, I'm a Penguins guy. Just so are you know. really? Mm. Well, I grew, right. uh, half my grow, we didn't get to this, but half my growing up was in Pittsburgh. I didn't know that until so I was 14. Um, oh wow, what's that? okay? The upset picks. All right, I'm going to check oh, it out. That. I've um, never so. Um, if someone who's never sports gambled at all, I would look at your picks and then I would go to like DraftKings and place bets or something. DraftKings, FanDuel, BetMGM. Right. Do you have a recommendation? Um, so we used, until recently it you wasn't do. legal in Virginia, but so we use FanDuel, DraftKings, and BetMGM. Your video's gone. Sorry. So BetMGM is good as far as pretty consistent. You can get access to anything. You get access to team totals. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. DraftKings same way. FanDuel is good as far as being able to. They have the better um, spreads and better um, totals uh, line. Yeah. But so it's not legal. Le- I can't talk legal in Virginia yet. No, no, it is no, legal no, now. No. Okay, it yeah. is. Le- so as of last, so last year and a half ago, when Chris jumped on board, you started with Bovada because it wasn't right. Bovada is an offshore bank or okay. uh, book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then now that it's legal in Virginia. You have so I want to say, uh, DraftKings, Caesar Sportsbook, BetMGM, FanDuel, FanDuel, and VA Bet Rivers are the five Virginia books, hmm. okay. and then Bovada. You can use auction so, books. Yeah, and, and for us, the the key is is that it's a it's a long haul. So mm-hmm. this is this is a marathon, not a sprint. Mm-hmm. Um, which which removes you. Huh, Okay, so truth in advertising, and I'm new to this as well. Sure. Um, and so Andrew's been walking me through the the down days when we we don't hit very well. <laughs> he's like, like, dude, you don't have. And then there are down periods. And it's like Vegas is making it like a, like a bandit. There was yeah. a two week stretch where ba- oh, Vegas man out like a bandit. Just just because we the way the books were stretched, like yeah. you needed to hit four, and they had money on the th- under threes and the right. over fives, and you're like, so anybody that hit four lost. Yeah. So like, stuff yeah. like that, and. It, but if you look, take the long view, and you realize, look, you know, we're look, we're, we're looking for that sixty over sixty percent, sixty percent sweet spot. You know, yeah. and it's part of the grind. It's, it, yeah. it is where I'm, it's where I'm learning the grind, as a right. matter of fact, right. of, of working through that, and it's it's, it's beneficial. Coming. But I, but I like I like the vision of long haul, consistent income stream, vice get rich quick. It's it's the ten year sure. overnight success story. Totally, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not the I want to. I got to pay off a bill, so I need to make you know make it rich in the next twenty four hours. That so really, quote, by the way, is now in the quote log. That is, we're, we're what, we went decade, decade long, long overnight. overnight. Success. Yeah, we would call it the Doofer book, but yeah, we'll call <laughs> it the quote log. It's good <laughs> yeah, for those people. Way, Doofer. For those people that don't have access to video, people could be like, "You have video? No, <laughs> we don't have video." <laughs> but Carrie has a, a we're not book. Videoed? <laughs> What? I thought this was a video. This entire room. Why did I wear my nice T-shirt? I'm always in a tux. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie has a book where he's writing stuff down. This is going to come up on episode like 101. So like, what do you got for us, Carrie? Exactly. I'm just doing quotes tonight. I'm going to read the quote book. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm how glad I made we, it in. How do we get on that? 
by the way. How do we make no, that turn well, from, uh, fa- from flowers he, to Adam bedding? Asked, he asked. He wanted I to asked. Know, I was curious about the bedding. I, I don't know. Any, I've just never been a better. Like, I, I look at, I don't even know what plus or minus really means. Like, I see plus three and a half. I was like, oh, are they favored or not? I'm not so sure. So plus is they are a dog, and essentially the books are going to give you money to bet them. Got it. And minus means that you're going to pay the favorite. to bet them. Yeah, got yeah, it. They're going okay. to be favored. Yeah. So it, it, it's fun. It, it, I, like, I do. I like numbers, and, that, and I like the. I don't. I don't like numbers. I like the relationships. Yeah. It actually ties really well into the conversation because, and I'm gonna throw talk, me in, throw me under the bus. I'm gonna throw me under the bus. Throw me under the bus. But this is Chris's grind. As far you know, we talk about in right. the Air Force. You kind of. It's not. It's not that it isn't a grind, but there's it a ain't set, the Navy. I'll tell you that much. But there, there, there's a book <laughs> and a set of stand. I don't want to say it, but you can take a binder off a shelf and be like, "This is how you do it." You know, this they, isn't. I tell people they've taught monkeys how to fly airplanes. Yeah, th- this okay. isn't. And Excel. That's what. That's what. That's what Air Force does. Right? No PowerPoint. All the Excel. Chairs. PowerPoint. And We're PowerPoint. Excel jockeys. We are PowerPoint warriors. Well, fly Navy's got that too. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So this is this is Chris's grind, and he's learning. Right. And he's learning how all these things, which is it ties in really well as far yeah. as yeah. It does. It yeah. does. And, and, yeah. and frankly, um, I think if I can look back on my life in a, with a different set of glasses. There have been grinds. I mean, there, you said something that... He I pointed think, at me, by the way. I said, <laughs> <laughs> pointing at Adam. Adam said something that, that, that kind of like flipped a switch, instantly turned, is that I'm not going to fail. And that was my thought going through pilot training, was I'm not going to fail. I'll do everything I can not to fail. Yeah. And, I, and I didn't. And, and that's, you know... But I don't look at it that way. <laughs> I, look, yeah, I made it through. Good to yeah. go. Yeah. yeah, but if I can, it, I could turn it and go. No, you did something. You, you, you know, overcame doubts, concerns, fears. Mm-hmm. You know, a busted T thirty seven mid phase check ride. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff Everybody like that. Just nod your head and assume you know what that means. <sighs> yeah, yeah. My Air Force players know what that means. But Fear my, of failure is powerful. It's a powerful force. Keeps like, people I mean, from jumping. Yeah, yeah. So, but so there's a fine line though between fear of failure, which means you'll never put yourself out there. To learn something, right? But I mean, it can also drive you. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. powerful. It, it's it can, that, yeah, it is that. I mean, powerful. fear of failure can keep you from right. do, taking action. You're right, but if you take action and you say, "Man, I just can't so I, fail," I guess at this, in a sense yeah, there that's, which, which can also motivating, which yeah. is get back on the saddle, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, right. you're gonna get knocked off. Yeah, so it's, it's gonna, gonna keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah but right. I mean, yeah. fear of failure can drive. You. I have a really close friend that we do somewhat of the same stuff to a different degree. But he tells the story. He's like, I had to split a happy meal with my wife, and we had to look for change because none of our cards would work, none of our debit cards would work. There's no money. And he goes, I will never be this broke again. Yeah. And he goes, the fear of getting to that point, the fear of failing to the point of brokenness, yeah. has driven him to be the person that he is. So yeah. to to get to get personal, I mm-hmm. think there's there. Personal. <laughs> Olivia Newton John, our tribute to Olivia Newton John bastardized. I like that. Uh, um, we should have her on. <laughs> Just have her on. Ask her. Like Meredith. We will have Meredith on, though. We will. We will. So, to me, it's a knife edge because the fear, fear of failure, and specifically the fear of not having enough. And while I never worried about where my next meal was going to come from. I do, as a child, re- remember feeling or recognizing that in my group of friends, I was the odd man out because I had one parent. Right. 
And there was a concern about falling through cracks, the, the social, you know, safety net cracks. That was never going to happen. I didn't know that as a kid, but it was never going to happen. So I think you can be on that knife edge and go, well, I'm afraid to fail, therefore I'm going to be super conservative and not take any chances whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, on the other side, you can say, well, I need to push myself and open up horizons and, and push the envelope to get there. Um, and that's I, I didn't fall on that side of the knife edge. Hmm. I fell on the, I need to be super conservative. Yeah. Uh, and I will, I will give credit to Andrew for kind of broadening my horizons yeah. in that respect. I mean, yeah, it, it, it's, 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 again, we come back to the entrepreneurial spirit and the courage. I think there's courage involved in doing what you've done and what Meredith has done and what Andrew has done. And uh, it, it's fascinating to, to figure out where that comes from. Um, and that's something we didn't talk about is courage in a sense. Yeah. I, don't, I don't even think it's, uh, don't say yourself short, man. It, it, it is. There I, don't is courage in, I don't think it's courage. Really? I think it's, I think it's a discipline to say, I'm going to do this. We, courage is, there, courage there, is flying in the face of adversity and saying like, Oh, just because you said I can't, but courage, courage is saying, courage is having fear and still acting. I think there is courage in taking the plunge. I mean, there is, yeah. I mean, I don't, yeah, I think there's, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with leave this, that. leave. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah. leave the Adam's like, I want people to think I'm courageous. No, no, no. I just, I'm being intellectually honest. Yeah. Right. I think oh, it was hard I for me. That. I had a very, I had a, I made a lot of money at Coupa, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I was there pre-IPO. I, I could, I mean, I did very well. It was hard to leave that comfort. But also there is a, I got a little uncomfortable with the level of comfort, if that makes sense. <laughs> it does. It absolutely yeah, does. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's just like too cushy. Like, is this isn't, what, this isn't, this is, there's no grind. Yeah, there's nothing, no grind. There's nothing. Sometimes you want to sit in a seat that, that it's comfy, but the left leg is just a little shorter than all the other legs to where when you sit just wrong, it like pivots a little bit. You're like, yeah. oh, I'm awake. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I, yeah. Again, just the, the, I don't know. I think of different people as courageous. I just think of it as more of a discipline. And I mean, I might be different. I, I admit that I am different as far as like, I've got my dad who I worship the ground that man walks on because right. there was never a point in my life where he was like, you can't do it. It was more right. of a, right. if you don't do it because you, you quote unquote failed. Yeah. Okay. But if you don't do it because you just don't want, like you just decided not to, then I just don't want to, you know, I don't yeah. really want to know you. Yeah. Yeah. I've got an amazing wife who I tell Chris all the time. It's like, part of the reason I am who I am is because my wife. Yeah. I'm yeah. surrounded by friends who we right. we don't compete, but there's a lot of like, oh, hey, you're doing this? Let me help you. Let me give yeah. you advice. Let me yeah. give you. I mean, I think the four of us sitting around this table as far as like, there's no. Adam didn't walk in the room and go, I'm doing really well at Clear Card. And I go, I hate you. It's like, yeah. I, <laughs> let, let, let me help you. You know, let me like. My, For the record, I'm not doing really well at Clear Card yet. Not yet. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, but. We still hate you. There's yeah, a blessing. Good. So I don't think it's necessarily a courageousness. I'm, we're still very much building the business. Yeah. But all of those things aside, I'm going to, if I wake up tomorrow and hit the mat, I'm still going to get up and go because it's a discipline of. That's just what I'm going to so do. Yeah. There, there's a lot of crossover um, um, between kind of your drive to be an entrepreneur and obviously your spouses. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, no disrespect to the um, young or older ladies that are listening. But I think that there is value in 
in gentlemen getting together and trying to figure this thing out. Amen. Right? Amen. Sure. Yep. Um, yep. There Agreed. is you know, that kind of strength through so, kind yeah. of. So we've created this, I believe we've created a society where you don't want to show your cards. You don't want to show your heart. You you want you don't want to be intellectually honest. It's more of that isolation. and open. Yeah. It is. It is. Yeah. And I think you're absolutely right. I think there is a benefit to men getting together and saying, "Hey, here's where I'm struggling." Yeah, totally. Because what you don't under, what you probably don't understand is that either someone has overcome that, or is in the in in the pit with you, and you guys can work together. It's my favorite. I guess it's a parable, but guy falls down in a hole. Uh, priest walks by. Guy says, "Can you help me?" Guy writes him a prayer. Throws it down in the hole. Doctor walks by. Says, "Can you help me?" Guy writes him a prescription. Throws it down in the hole. Uh, just a dude walks by. He goes, "Can you help me?" Guy falls down. The, jumps down the hole with him. He goes, "Are you crazy? We're both in the hole together." And the guy that fell, jumped in the hole goes, "Yeah, but I've been here before. I know how to get out." Yeah, like that yeah. level of, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. So there's there's a I, I think there's a um, a maturity to the point where and and I trust most of my life I was not here. Okay. Um, where you're willing to say, I don't have it all together. I don't have it all together. And I, yeah. I need somebody who's yeah, been in this sure. hole before. Yeah, for sure. And, and, um, so I will speak as the eldest in the room. It gets harder as you get older to say that. It gets harder as you get older to say that. To say, look, I don't have it all together. Yeah. Really? I think it, it gets yeah, hot. It I guess think it's harder it's the harder. higher you move up. I'm, okay, so I'm just going to, you know, come on. Like, yeah. The relationship we have is like I'm pretty high up my totem pole, but when I couldn't Andrew's pointing at Adam by the, the way. When yeah, I yeah, couldn't yeah. make the deal that we had talked about happen, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to call Adam and be like, "Can't make it happen," was it? It, it tore me up. Yeah. I was like, "Dude, I I said I was going to do this. We had this conversation. This was what we were going to do." But to call and say the universe has literally against me to be able to go, we can't do it at the level that I'm at, and I mean that humbly, but like. It was the hardest thing to do versus yeah. when you're a lower guy, you're like, I got nothing to lose. Yeah, I can, you see, know. That. I can see that. I, you think know. that. I think that's part, whether it's age, position, what have you, where you you are perceived to have gotten it all together right? because right. you're there yeah. to to open yourself and go, look, yeah. I, I don't. I mean, <laughs> I tell the story, I'm only, I only became an Air Force pilot because the Navy recruiter called me. <laughs> the Navy, yet again, the Navy recruiter <laughs> called me and wanted me to wanted me to drop out of college. Navy recruiting, messing it up, exactly. And, like, you, and so you went Air Force because he tried to get you out of college. Well, okay, so this was this was 1988, two years after Top Gun came out. Oh, everybody oh, wanted Tom Cruise. Everybody, everybody wanted to do Top Gun. So the guy calls me and says, <laughs> you know, I have your name on, on a, a list of recent college, you know, high school graduates. I'm a sophomore in college, right? But I'll come down and talk to you. I come down and talk to him. Like, Here's what I want to do. I want to do. I want to be Tom Cruise. He goes, Yeah, that that program's closed. Yeah, <laughs> because the name you and did three million other exactly, young men. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Because so so you took the the ASVAB, right? As a sophomore in college, how do you think I done the What's ASVAB? What's an ASVAB? The Armed Forces uh, Armed, Armed Services, Services Ab- voca- Vocational Absolute Battery ASVAB. Okay. It's a test. It's a test so, for everybody listening. If you've seen Transformers One. Chris is the dude flying the plane where they go, all right, and they launch these big ass guns at that thing that's in so, the desert. That's Chris. So, so, how do you, th- Carrie? How do you think I did it on the ASVAB as a sophomore in college? Ten. A sophomore in college. Well, you get eighteen points for putting your name on it. So well, nineteen. I, mean, I think. Oh, 
I can see where this is going. You did not do well on oh, your I did great. Oh, okay, great. I did great. You're going to nuke power. Exactly what I did. You're going to nuke power. You can go nuclear engineering. I said, well, that sounds intriguing. What What is that? Because you're going to work in the engine room on a nuclear submarine. It's boring as crap. And I said, I said <laughs> nope. But before, that, but, hold, but before that, you're going to spend two to three years right, right. with your eyes bleeding because right, of the instruction right. that we're going to get. Yeah, so Dude, my, my buddy Scott's a, a nuke, and he... I love him to death, but no joke. He's been plenty of times. He's like, dude, I just want to kill myself. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. that program is ridiculous. The guy, they, they take grind to a whole new yeah. level. So the, yeah. he wanted yeah. me to drop out of college. And I said, you know, A, I, I kind of like it. B, I'm kind of good at it. College, yeah. you know. And I don't I'm good at writing papers. Art. So so I'm a, ger- I'm I, a grammar Nazi. I, come, I am a grammar Nazi. So I come out of that office to the next office, which is the Army. My, now, both my parents were in the Army. Oh. Okay, well, that's a natural progression. They were out to lunch. Your mom was in Lit- the army. Yeah, mom was in the army. <laughs> that's how she met my dad. She was an officer. He was enlisted. Don't tell anybody. That's I didn't know awesome. that. Awesome. Yeah, the army was yeah. out to lunch. The army <laughs> literally was out to lunch. The next office, Air Force. Air Force. Air Force. Chair Force. So they were all beside each other. Yeah, this is, this is recruiting uh, in Canton, Ohio. A lot the, of them. It was the, oh, mu- really? the, yeah, the, yeah. the municipal building had all the recruiting offices downtown. But not the only ones, but those are the big ones. So I walk in there, and the guy's, well, how, you know, how can I help you? I said, well, you know, here's what happened with the Navy. And, you know, I don't want to drop out of college. He goes, what do you know about ROTC? I said, only what I've seen on Happy Days, right? <laughs> Rich, Richie Cunningham ended up in ROTC, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He goes, so here's what it is. So I can stay in college? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what Monday, I'm going to do. Oh, Tuesday, by the way, happy so I was a sophomore. He goes, well, they have a two-year program. You don't have to do all four years. You can do a two-year program. So what colleges in Ohio have a two-year program? The same college that my girlfriend was going to. Who the later, Ohio? Later became my wife. I'm like, I think I'll go there. No, I went to Bowling Green. Bowling Green. Bowling gotcha. Green. So that's, that's how, I mean, but literally, a chance opportunity. Terrible like, college told, basketball program. How do we get down this rabbit hole? But I chance, have no idea, but chance, chance opportunity. Story. It is. Chance opportunity. So I, I go there. Um, oh, we can tell lots of stories Dude, about so that. Dude, mine was completely the opposite. Yeah, let me hear you. Com- thoroughly the we're, opposite. We're, we, are, we are deep in it now. Except, oh, no, no. Adam you looks know, at no, okay, so bourbon like, oh, yeah, I'm yeah, good. Yeah. So where we good. do share um, similarity yeah? is in, I went to Embry-Riddle where Top Gun was played every day oh, yeah. in the cafeteria. That's every the, day. That's the Florida flying school, it was right? Up, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was sure up is. on yeah. the big screen. Yeah. You could quote every line. Every day, Top Gun was up there, right? So I got out of Riddle Went back home to New York, figured I was going to get an airport management job or something like that. I kind of looked around, him and hawed, couldn't find a thing. And uh, my grandfather had been a tugboat captain his whole career for like 30 years. <clears throat> Sorry about that. And uh, I said, well, I can't find an aviation job. You know what else I wanted to do? Drive a boat. Drive ships. Drive a boat. Yep. Nice. Ended up down at Wall Street with my hand up in the air. Next thing I knew... Officer Candidate School. Holy Congratulations. cow. So, yeah, wow. So fun yeah. fact, when my dad was stationed in Pensacola, the Blue Angels flew outside of his Pee-cola. office. That's, that's because they're stationed there. That's and I go, station. I go, Dad, I want to be a Blue Angels pilot. And it's the only time my dad's he ever said, been like, no. Shut up. It's, like, okay. <laughs> it's the only you know, time in my entire life that my dad's been like, no. no. <laughs> you know what's funny? I, I think, A, I didn't realize Top Gun was so influential. Hell yeah! Uh, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I saw it. I mean, I was I was yeah. born in eighty, right? So I, mean, I, I saw oh, yeah, it. I saw there. it, but I, I mean, it was cool. I didn't realize there were like so many people going to flying school because of it. The entire series but Archer the, is written off of Kenny Loggins' Top Gun, like soundtrack. Is it really? Yeah, really? yeah dude. He oh. wrote the entire series but off of his. I don't, remember, I don't remember a bag of you know what being in Kenny Loggins' song. By the way, I'm just saying. 
Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, go. It's all right. Second point. Hit me. Do we even, like, when's, after World War II, <laughs> yeah. have we ever even needed fighter, needed fighter pilots? Yeah. All right. Oh, so. yeah, you going down this path? <laughs> Listen, so. mister, we have had a proud tradition in this country of fighting the last war. Now, I will tell shut you. Shut up. <laughs> I will tell you that since it's World War II. good thing there's been a lot of wars between the last World War II. World war. Since yeah. World War II. Yeah. The United States has owned the air in every conflict. Every single one. Every uh, totally. Conflict, right. Except for in Hong Kong. But I'm saying we own the air now. We don't need fighter <laughs> oh, pilots, God. right? No, no, no. So uh, that's how that's we, that's that's how we how own, own, that's it. own with the air. The, with the fighter pilots. So for people I'm, that... I'm, what about I'm, drones? No, I'm not a fighter yeah, pilot. Oh, drone up! <laughs> what about drones? I'm a soft pilot, so... Okay. So for people that don't that. understand that reference, Hong Kong is the only city in the world that you can buy the air above a building. Oh, I missed mm. that reference. Okay, yeah. gotcha, only gotcha. city in the world you can buy the air above a building. To was what? That, was that? It's like a commodity. You can like buy the, it. Like the was ground that, below it. To 18,000 yeah. feet? So like in a normal... So like I can buy your house, but I can also buy the mineral rights below it, right? They're two different right, contracts. Right. In Hong Kong, they're three. Mineral rights building. To up what? Air above it. How far up? So I don't know. Without restriction. Either 18 no or 60,000 I think that's all pre... British turnover to the Chinese. Though. I'm just saying you I don't can. CCP is not selling. They're they they're not selling. They don't sell anything. Right? I'm just right. saying you can yeah. buy air above a building in Hong Kong. Yeah. That's brilliant. Which is funny because they have buildings that go like way way, way up, up in there. the sky. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, do we need? I'd like, yeah, I mean, like to have some Hong Kong air. Yeah. <laughs> As not a fighter pilot guy, we need fighter pilots. We do. Now, yeah. ha- have they have they been able to do their jobs per se? I mean, on and Can off. Can they battle the Transformers? On and off. I mean, so so Iraq. <laughs> so if we go so post-Vietnam. When, when were the last American-involved dogfights? On record or... I mean... Bosnia? If you have off-record information, I'll, I'll, I'll listen to count. it. I think, I think you're, you're talking. You got to go back to Iraq. We had dogfights Six months ago? Yeah. Did, Did you go back six months? No, no. It was further back. Are you talking Iraq 1? Yeah, Iraq 1. Oh, So it was 1991. I mean, Iraq 1 lasted like 10 minutes. Like, no, dude. No, it, was, no, it lasted a while. Guys, Did you guys watch, it lasted a while. Sorry. Did you watch the Tank uh, documentary on Netflix? And they talked about the last... The only time American tanks and Soviet tanks have ever faced off was Iraq 1. Iraq, yeah. Mm-hmm. Iraq, when, and we yeah. just destroyed them because yeah, we had that gimbal it, system that like we could run yeah. 50 miles an hour and shoot yeah. on target the m1a1 here's yeah. the only thing yeah. i know about tanks yeah post malone did a video where he drove a tank <laughs> yeah but i was saying i don't I, they did a whole it did a whole thing on the war and i didn't remember a lot of like anyway they didn't reference a lot of the air force you know no. so not, this is this is this is the problem with warfare right uh, so we were talking yesterday the new presidential budget's out and, yeah, yeah. Uh, so personal implications Kind of how's the Navy responding to that, right? So we're talking about reduction by 24 ships. While some is how you've got to own the blue we water. Gotta re- we you've gotta got to own the blue okay, water. Okay, so just on that note, let him talk. You are not the president of the United States, Andrew. Okay, only. If only. So yeah, 24 less ships, and we're gonna get rid of littoral combat ships, and others are on the cutting. Yeah, cruisers are going away. This and that. What? Cruisers are going away. Well, you know. Anyway, so, yeah. um, so I, I'm not quite sure what the answer is going to be, but it's definitely not the compliment that we've got right now. And the yeah. problem is always in <clears throat> Adam, the problem is always in trying to anticipate what the future threat's going to look like. Right. right? The minute right. you can figure out what the future looks like, good luck. Then you can build. Right. You know, you can right. build the things required for it. Right. So hopefully our enemies fail to innovate, but my experience is. <laughs> Do you they're not always, read a newspaper? They're always look, innovating. Look, and the what, minute they innovate, you've got to change, right? Look at, or look or at you've the latest, latest Russian and, and Japanese fighters. 
And what do they look like? Okay, so the last guys. Oh, the F thirty five. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's exactly. I'm going to say this as the this non military guy. In the non military. We need to have my da- my dad's a manpower guy for the yeah, navy. Yeah, but, he, but he's in. He's in. He's feeling the pain. He but the my, pain so my dad talks about like every year they go, we're going to get rid of a ship, and they go, wait, we can't get rid of a ship. Hey, there's a mic there. Um, Heather with <laughs> Corporal. Who but, put that there? <laughs> it's crazy. Why is there a mic there in this room? Do you guys not read newspapers? Hello, I'm going to consider you the entire United States Navy, Carrie. Yeah. You guys not read a newspaper? Yeah, we read them. We read China, them. China has aircraft carriers. Yeah. How are we going to get rid of more ships? Yeah. yeah. Hey, look, the Air Force. But to is, Adam's point, I mean, yeah. the, to Adam's point is, I mean, so, and, and I know, which I know point my, he made a lot of good ones. Well, okay, so so you think about, do we need? You think about the dogfight, right? That, and that's mm-hmm. great. But if you look at Afghanistan, the way that we. Yeah, there was no air air There's power no, contention. Yeah, no contention. But what we used the fighters for were was quick response troops in contact. So you get a tick, and you had guys who were airborne yeah, yeah. in an area, and they would come in yeah, and, and do their thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, Syria and so, though, you needed them in Syria. Syria's a whole. Then we can deconflict with the Russians. That whole so, ISIS thing. Yeah. Was was it? So for everybody not watching, I'm going to take it a totally different direction. Huh? I remember in Transformers <laughs> scene three. Oh man, everything's Transformers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> I'm going to bring up. He-Man and the power of Grace going. <laughs> okay, wait. Okay, so the reason is right now Adam's questioning his choice about being on this podcast. <laughs> no, I'm fine. I'm fine. So just, my son, made a lot of, of Transformer so, references. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. So my son is six months, so he feeds in the middle of the night. And so right. you can only watch so much is, Transformers. This is my wife. You can only watch certain shows that he doesn't pick up like bad words and stuff. Sure. As, Mike, as, I, as much as I hate Michael Bay. Like, it, there's no bad words. It's just like, all right, action movies. So I've been watching a lot of Transformers. <laughs> there's a lot of Air Force guys that are just like, let's roll out the strike package, whatever. And there's just airplanes everywhere. So that's yeah. why it's a lot of Transformers references. Because for the last four days, I've been oh. feeding at 2 a.m. with the Transformers on the yeah. big screen. Well, that's just the way that the, that the United States in general manages the air. Um, you know. You saw the revolution in Iraq with the way they managed the air, the strike packages, and manage the air. Let's, so uh, it, it's important. I know yeah. it's important. So it's just a so weird concept for somebody. So, that so okay. Just so, the news. so for instance, right, right, in right, Vietnam, right. in Vietnam, the the Air Force. Uh, I'll pick solely on the Air Force. I'm sure the Navy was, was close behind, but the Air Force underestimated the enemy and simply ran basically daily schedules. So you had. B-52 strike packages flying out at certain hours every day. And From pretty, the same point. Pretty soon, the North Koreans are like, That's uh, North Vietnamese. Hey. North Vietnamese. <laughs> My grandfather was yeah. a yeah. helicopter pilot yeah. in Vietnam. North Vietnamese. Like, hey, there they are again. And that's how we, we, we suffered tremendous losses in Vietnam that we probably should not have suffered in the air. Yeah. <laughs> My um, grandfather was a, was a helicopter pilot in Vietnam. He yeah. said that he would look out in his binoculars, he would find the same pattern every day. Yeah. And you look out and you could literally look in the binoculars some of a North Korean going, North look, there Vietnamese. you are. North, North Vietnamese. Vietnamese, Vietnamese. Vietnamese. sorry. Yeah. Yeah. We have so Offended. conflated yeah, exactly. our, our new uh, enemies. Wait, wait, wait. Um, so <laughs> can I twist this a little bit and yes. ask about, uh, were you guys okay with the uh, unwillingness from our DOD to establish a no-fly zone over Ukraine. One hundred percent. I was a fan of not escalating with Russia. I mean, I think. I mean, I. I don't pretend to be a foreign policy expert, but I. I don't see 
I guess I struggle to see national interest like protecting oh, the Don, the Donbass and the, and the and the. I mean, you should like use those yeah. words. So yeah. so love we can it, have yeah. a a discussion, a geopolitical discussion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. social media. I, I've been wanting guy. to ask yeah. you guys how you guys have been feeling about so, that. So so the question I, I becomes: I don't think I don't think an escalation with Russia is something we want as a country. Right okay, now. so the question is: Does sovereignty matter? Hmm. Now, well. I mean, all right, so literally, that is the question at hand. Does so sovereignty matter? Let's take it full circle for a second. We talk about this podcast. We talk about the dignity of a human, right? And we talk about Russia. Right now, they're not battling the biggest, baddest person. President aside, the biggest, baddest person on the playground. So they're not. I don't want to say fully engaged, but fully engaged. You don't but, think Russia's fully engaged? You're saying, but America gets involved, we're going to start losing some bodies. Because they're going to be like, oh, well, the biggest, baddest person is going to be on the playground. So why wouldn't they do the biggest and baddest of things? All right. So I, so I don't know if I agree with that. I, I, my read on it was that, and again, this is my read on it, uh, that there's a pretty significant miscalculation by, by Putin. And 100%. That, and that there's a lot of corruption in their military that showed them to be less... Uh, capable than I think a lot of people thought you're were. you're not seeing anything that I mean, this is this it's yeah. basically the Soviet Union this yeah. is exactly what you expected yeah. part two yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. but I think they I think they gave us a faint in Syria I think and and it was a different administration right. well different but still the same right? right right I think that in Syria we thought they were f far more effective yeah. And so when it Part came to were, the... were our limitations, I think. Perhaps. Yeah, yeah. And then when it came to Ukraine, we expected this really high kind of performance. We expected, we expected what we <clears throat> experienced in Iraq. We expected the, the Russians to do to the Ukrainians what we did to the Iraqis. Right. So but, but, but that didn't but, happen. But all our expectations, I was hoping, were going to take backseat to what you just mentioned. United States national interest. All right. So let me play devil's advocate. So in sports, we call it we call it a sandwich spot. If you're gonna about to play a big team, you play down to the small team, obviously, and then you play up to the big team. So is there any merit to the fact that they're waiting for America to get involved, and they're gonna go? We've got the good stuff in the back, and when you get involved, stand by. Yeah, I would think so, that the moment they hit a roadblock in Ukraine. That you would you would pull out the stops to move past that in order to if you could save, to save if you could, if you could to save face. Yeah. yeah. What was I, your point? I think I think ten year old. I'm sorry, just to Andrew. I think ten year old yeah. intel indicated that Vladimir was mm -hmm. in control yeah. of um, was in control of Moscow and very little else. Okay. So I'm not quite. I don't think he has the capability to pull the chess move. I think he's playing checkers at this point. My my larger point, though, Adam, was that, yeah, Ukraine, I, at a very human level, feel for every loss of life. Sure. Absolutely. At, a, at a, an American level, we have exhausted human treasure, time, and talent Man, so for 20 years. Yeah, yeah. And I am, and I hear, and I feel, I sense, I'm smelling the drum beats are beaten. And I'm, people, look, and it's like, we have to get involved. And I'm I, like, I think I, this, yeah. when, when you say that, so, so first of all, the disconnect, I'm sorry, I'm, let me go. get on the soapbox for two seconds. 
the disconnect between those in uniform and those not in uniform right. is vast. That happened mm-hmm. after now, Vietnam. Right. And and to to a large degree, the military, those in uniform, welcomed it. We were okay being the sentinels. We also were okay defending the country elsewhere. <clears throat> Unfortunately, we have now devolved to less than 1% of the total population. Those wearing the uniform are the less than 1%, well, let's say they're 1%, and it's not, literally... It's 99% that have no clue what it takes to do what we've got to do, right? So you're saying the people that are not involved in the military are beating the drumbeats of war or not? Are, no. Or, yeah. No. As a matter of fact, I, I'm saying exactly the opposite. Okay. I think those in uniform are saying, Let's slow go your roll. Oh, so slow no. Slow your roll. Yeah, that's what I, that's Because what, yeah. I think the media and politicians like, sadly, Lindsey Graham, yeah. are thinking that this is an opportunity yeah, to... Yeah, yeah. I'm with mass you. forces yeah. and get them in front of Putin yeah. and destroy your enemy early I see. on. Okay, that's what you mean and by I, people not. I feel yeah. bad for the Ukrainians. I really, really do. And I yeah. think they're doing <clears throat> a pretty decent job against the Russians. I don't want my kid to go do that. So I, I, I'm I, with you 100%. I think, I'm I think with you. Kerry I is espousing a point of view that has evolved from basically October 1993 forward. I mean, yes. Yeah. So I have a. I'm going to share it right here on the podcast. So my brother, we all know my brother, signed papers to join the U.S. Army because he has a newborn. It's three, my, my niece is Josh three. Josh signed, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- three weeks old. So it, Holy cow. And so I talked to him. I go, hey, dude, what, what are you doing? The, what the? Yeah, I go, what are you doing? He goes, I don't know. I just, I need health insurance. He needs everything. I need all this stuff because I have this kid. It's not like the military and, doesn't know it. And in my head, I'm going, dude, you're going to be in Poland between Russian forces and people that aren't Americans. And I mean, this with all respect in the world. You're not Americans. Yeah. You're not Adam and his family in Suffolk. You're not. what. I, you, so to it changes your mindset of like, why the hell are we over there? All right. So. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Go, Chris. You were over are you, are you Are you a defender? You think we should be involved? More? I think there's a bigger picture. Like That's why I asked the question. Does, yeah, so- yeah, yeah. does sovereignty matter? No. Yeah. I'm sorry. I see what you're asking. Um, so let me ask, answer your question. I actually don't see what you're asking. What do you I, mean? I don't, I don't either, yeah. but I'll answer your question. I mean, I guess I do. Right? Maybe. Yeah. So we understand but what I, but sovereignty I, but is. But I hear right? what you're yeah. asking, yeah, sure. and I will say absolutely sovereignty matters. Right. Absolutely. Right. But does someone else's sovereignty matter? Impact my national interest. You're talking about Ukrainian sovereignty. Should I, we defend Ukrainian sovereignty, sovereignty in general? Yeah. Well, so to my point, should we is defend my all bro- sovereignty? Why have we defended all the sovereignty life? in Africa? I mean, like, why, I mean so there's all kinds of human sovereignty uh, we haven't defended. It becomes a question of like how many li- how many Ukrainian lives is my brother's life's worth? So, so we go back to to me zero. So, so we go back to 1991. Is, I understand where you're coming from. I remember 1991. I was right? there. Iraq least, war. I was watching it. Right. I the Iraq war. Yeah. Whole new, whole new way to approach warfare. Agreed. Correct. Agreed. The unbloody war. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which becomes the norm. The norm of coming out of Vietnam. Well, which Iraq is the last one. They just kicked them out of Kuwait and didn't go into Iraq. Right. Correct. But we Correct. suffered. We suffered less, less than a hundred. Well, that's because we didn't take it to them. We just right. kicked them out where we said you shouldn't. No, be there was oh, no, 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 no. There was major. No, major. Was no, we took it to them in Kuwait. But I'm saying. Once they left Kuwait, we right. stopped. Correct. But that point, was the we played the 
Led Zeppelin music and we've like zoned in and right that that was the one right and Daddy Bush said we're Don't. not going any further and, and by the way I kind of respect him for that all right well, yeah, yeah. Margaret Thatcher <laughs> yeah. said we yeah. can have the you're all right, a fool. go ahead Chris we yeah. can go ahead. we can have a discussion about it but the point is that introduced to the American public a whole new way of warfare on bloody warfare the bloody, the bloody fast forward to October 1993 anybody Operation Gothic Servants uh, uh, Somalia yes yeah, I was three yeah. Gothic Serpent. Um, Black Hawk Down and Black Hawk Down and the 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 vision. Did you ever American, hear the footage of those guys? Seen the footage? Yeah. Or listened to the? Or I heard the audio. You heard the audio? Of which, guys, which guys? Of uh, the initial helicopter that's down. Okay, the yeah. guys are circling, saying, yeah, "We yeah. got to go back," and yeah. they're getting negate, negate, negate. Do not engage. Correct. And they finally make a decision. They're going to yeah. do a suicide mission. They're going to go Sugar in. Sugar and Gordon. You're talking about Sugar and Gordon. Yeah. The two two uh, snipers who go in and, and, and win the Medal of Honor posthumously for is that. Anybody else want another bourbon? Poor baby. So my, my point being okay. is that that, that outrage, because we, of, we come off of Iraq, right? And we okay. surround a, a fantastic victory, few casualties, and now we're in Africa, mm. and you have... Five American service members, I believe, uh, killed and, and paraded, their bodies paraded by the right, Somalis, right. Yeah. which prompts American outrage. Right. Um, and that Clinton issues PDD 25, Pres- Presidential Decision Directive 25, um, which essentially talks about U.S. interests. And we are not going to be saviors to the world. Right. So I, I, I think it's important for what? I'm sorry. It's important for us to understand where our mindset comes from because I think that's what I'm hearing is this mm. this mindset of, yeah, you know that it's a shame, but which is fine, okay, I which is I, great. I, I but, mean, but I, yeah. I, I, I'm 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 I can step back and say that's great. So at what point does if we want to go back in history, does Czechoslovakian sovereignty matter? At what point does Polish sovereignty matter? Because I, at some point the, we had to step the, in. The minute that Polish borders are broached, yeah. so why does that sovereignty because matter and we, not Ukrainian because sovereignty matter? Because we have a standing NATO. relationship with NATO nations. So I get it. Article five. Listen, I, I, I we have it. used Ukraine for the last fifty, well, at least forty years, to funnel money and do all sorts of dirty business. And the fact of the matter is that we have also decided to not allow them to enter into NATO. Which is the whole reason this conflict started. Well, it isn't technically war, but... It's, it's part of the reason, right? He's feeling not only pressure because NATO, I mean, Ukraine all of a sudden has decided right. to, to turn, pivot toward the um, West. Europeans. Yep. But also, he knows he's got issues I'm sorry, by he, I'm, I'm talking Putin. Putin. He knows he has issues in Poland, Ukraine. He's got the Finns that are standing there. And the Finns... Like what, just look what Russia did, how Soviet Union did in, in Finland in World War II, and you right? understand their, their concern, sure. And, and, and he's got the, the Visigoths are at the gate for him. So, so the loss of the Baltics right? in the turn of... You can go back to, I think it was 2007, the... Uh, takedown of the Estonian system by the Russian hackers. I mean, so that has long plagued 
Putin is the loss of the Baltics. And even if you sat and listened to his July speech, he harkens back to Khrushchev Correct. and Correct. you know the turning over of Crimea to the Ukrainians and this and we, that and the other. We it? talked about back in Air Command Staff calls. We talked about Putin coming in office in early two thousands and his idea of seeing Russia as a great national power, which historically it has been, and it's not now. I think they've proven. That it's not correct, but my point. But you can understand if you if you want to kind of understand where Russia, where Putin's coming from, he sees Russia in its historic glory, and that's where he wants to go, and that's why he's doing this. I I think he he probably had plans to do additional maneuvers. I think I think he was Ukraine, and I think he was going to the Baltics. Okay, maybe. I think he was going to the Baltics. I mean, I don't know, but I I think think, okay. So I'm going to circle back around to people that don't follow national politics. Uh, all so, right. so, so is it guns? worth is it worth an American life? Yeah. Which is what the discussion yeah. is based. Yes. Is it worth yeah. an American they, life? Is a question to say we're going to stand up to the I th- incursion into a sovereign nation's borders by another nation? I, I think I think Americans gotten a lot more practical about it than that. So a non-military yeah. kind of practical mm-hmm. guy, mm-hmm. and I you know my sense on American sort of general public response is that when we police it turns into nation building nation building turns into guerrilla warfare which is unfightable you waste trillions of dollars of money many american lives for handing afghanistan over afghanistan over to the taliban in three hours in right amen and i mean that's the problem and this is my the the problem with view the problem with (laughs) ukraine for americans is Afghanistan correct? Totally. Apples and, and Iraq. Apples and oranges. And it all. I mean, but, I look, get it. I don't, apples I, and I, oranges. I don't. I don't agree. Yeah. You don't agree. I don't agree yeah. because, quite frankly, I know I'm on the side of the military-industrial complex. There was no reason for us to be there for 20 years. To Afghanistan, first. absolutely agree. 20 should, years later on, we, we should have still had no 2002. Exit 2002, we had crushed the Taliban. We should Guys, circle back around to the normal people. people. We're out. Sorry, normal people. Let's yeah. go back normal to normal people. people. Have no interest in we any no, more nation building right now. Yes. <laughs> so I understand. I totally yeah. understand that. Yeah. And we're not and, talking and, about and nation building. No, but well, that's we, where I disagree all, with that's you. That's what all turns into. I think that's no. exactly what this turns into. No, I don't think so at all. I, Ukraine is already I, a nation. Is, so there is no yeah. way that we go into Ukraine and maybe you retain uh, what's his name Zelensky, yeah, who some think is, is a CIA plant anyway, <laughs> but. You know, but there's no way you retain him, and then we don't occupy the Ford breaches, Ford facing with the Russians. If, Guys, if, what if is this Ukraine's were, number one? If this were nine, export, 1990, wheat, 19, 2000, whatever, I'd say yes. But beginning with the Obama administration, the major pullout of American forces from standing American bases in Europe, I don't think it's happening. Yeah, but I, I mean, it's, it's a much bigger conversation for a much. Okay, so we've gone way. So uh, let me try and let me try and wrap this up. Well, geopolitics. I I would listen to this long of a podcast. They probably they're probably (laughs) off at this point. We need to split this in two. Um, Can I uh, can I postulate that I think this has become Elon Musk's war? How so? 
Speak to me, big man, big sexy. talking about gas? The very fact that he has facilitated the internet, yeah, the internet staying alive. Yeah. Oh, with uh, no, uh, the... Come on, uh, talk to me. The, the Starlink. Starlink, right. yeah, thank you. Right, yeah. which is what we didn't have before. You didn't have right. news media, 24-hour-a-day right. kind of mm-hmm. coverage of a war. We had correspondents flying in, even correspondents mm-hmm. that were quote-unquote embedded. Right. And now you've got not only I mean, correspondents getting killed... And wounded, right. but you yeah. also have 24-hour-a-day coverage. Which, by the way, should not shock us. No, You're in a war zone. I'm, I'm just like, I'm thinking to myself, eh. You took the risk. Yeah, it's a war zone. Guy. Gentlemen, yeah. I'm going to be the guy. Are Uh-oh. you calling it? I'm going to call it. Oh, my it. gosh. Adam, <laughs> what, do to, what do you have left to say, man? What do you have left to say, bro? Uh, I I think I don't have a lot else to say. I appreciate you guys having me on. It was a great conversation. Man, it was I, awesome here. I love I love the spirit of what you guys are doing of just having uh, local conversations. I like the idea of having conversations that maybe you can't have other places and just doing public. Exactly. I think it's a great exactly. idea. Exactly. So uh, I salute you. Keep it going. Keep the grind Cheers. going. Keep the grind. Keep, Keep the, the grind. grind. Let me know how I can help. Hey, All right, episode gentlemen. nine in the episode books. nine in, in the, the books. books. Cheers. Cheers. All right, gentlemen. Cheers. Cheers. Hit it. This right. might be nine. And that wraps up today's show. We hope you enjoyed listening to us weave our way through all of today's topics. If you have something to say, good or bad, we'd love to hear from you. Drop us a line at comments at theupsetpicks.com or hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. And don't forget to check out our daily Chasing the Dog video on YouTube where we'll give you our top dog play of the day. Make sure to give us a thumbs up and hit subscribe. Also, visit our website, theupsetpicks.com, where you can see all of the packages we have to offer, including our specials. So, from Carrie, Andrew, and Chris, and the entire Upset Picks team, thank you for listening to us go all over the place. Be blessed, be smart, and be bold, and make sure to join us next week for more wit, whiskey, and wisdom.